This is Big Game Live, a podcast from KCLR and Scoreline.ie bringing you some of the best of our live commentary action as originally broadcast on KCLR. Visit Scoreline.ie dropping one point when they had a draw here against Old Lachlan. Bernard Horahan joins me on co-commentary. Bernard, you're a true and true Carlo man. You're a great Carlo Gale, supporter of all things sport in the county and a brilliant contributor to KCLR 96 of M. You've been looking forward to this and like all people, I think you believe it might be tight. So now I'm going to ask you, what way do you think it's going? I didn't put you on the, on the edge of the seat last night, but I'm asking you now because we're here and you're very welcome. Yeah, just looking through the programme there, uh, Brennan, credit to Gerard for doing it there for the county PRO. Um, Look at unbelievable scores there by Palantine underway here. The clock 4-11 against Rathbilly here who were county champions and they really put a marker down that day. And then Tinryland turned around in group two as well and they got 12 points against the Aroke who were county finalists last year and the Aroke clocked 1-8. So the two of them taking two big scalps early in the group stages. Um, it's going to be end-to-end stuff. Two of them play totally different, Brennan. Uh, Palantine attacking, driving, playing traditional football where Tinryland are more systematic. Uh, their manager Stephen has him sitting back they're very patient um, and everyone is just talking here in the stands Brendan before we take off will Paul Broderick start um, and he's not down on the programme to start he's down at 17 he's a sub but everyone it's, it, the conversation here is will Paul Broderick start so that's the big question and um, tonight in the way the player Brendan you'd be hoping that they wouldn't let Palantine get too far ahead if they do they could be in trouble so um, look, it's going to be very interesting. We'll see what happens, Brent. OK, well, he kind of hinting that Pal might be the favourites with a little bit more shooting power other than Paul Broderick coming in, even though Tin Ryland have a few fellas that can tap the ball over the bar and stick it in the net as well. Yeah, look, going on the score so far and the way the championship has gone, Pal are definitely favourites coming into this game as we're sitting here, Brent. OK, well, it's a big day for both clubs and uh, best wishes coming in from right around the world this morning to KCLR, 96 of them. Tin Ryland, 41 years since they've lifted the title. Joe Walsh, the man from Park, was the captain on that occasion. They're looking for their 16th title today. Tin Ryland have won 15 and 41 years is a long time. Not so long for Palatine, albeit they're looking for their sixth title in football in Carlow. They have won senior hurling championship Palatine and it's six years since they have played in uh, or won the county final. They have been defeated in two since. Palatine were beaten in 2019 and in 2020 by Aira Og and then Radville have dominated uh, of recent times. But we're in for an interesting contest they're calling out the teams at the moment and we just make sure that we have everybody and I don't think there will be too many changes but just a little bit on the uh, on the teams Palatine Gaelic Football Club for people listening outside of the area today and I know we're on a split frequency so anyone listening in Carlow if you have friends and relations across the world that are telling you they're tuning to the game make sure on the app that they go to which frequency they want as we have a split frequency this afternoon locally we're on 96.9 Kilkenny is on 96.6 but on the KCLR app on your smartphones and smart televisions if you tip the top left hand corner of the app it gives you the option of which dream to listen to and it gives you the option of Carlo Kilkenny tip Kilkenny you'll hear Adrian Ronan and Eddie Dial. if you tip Carlo you'll hear Bernard Horahan and myself Brendan Hennessy here at Netwatch Cullen Park for the next two hours it's great to see the Collection Pipe Band back in Netwatch Cullen Park a band that's been synonymous with music not only in the Emerald Isle but they've been involved in international competitions and it's great to see them back during the Covid we played here behind closed doors we had no crowds, but the Collection Pipe Band are lining up in front of the stands here in Netwatch Cullen Park. Shane Redmond, the proud day for Shane, the captain of Tin Ryland. He's listed at number three. We have joint captains with Palatine, Jason Kane at number eight. And, of course, 
uh, the joint captain Jason Kane Jack Brennan is the other man uh, as joint captain Jack would be son of Mick O a man that played plenty of football with Pal down through the years and Bernard there's a little bit of tradition there's big tradition in Tin Royal and I mean I mentioned the 15 titles they're looking for their 16 but uh, they have produced some great teams and their president doesn't sit too far from us today the great Joe Gorman as a player he was part of the club's second golden era during the 60s and 70s and one of the most loyal uh, players to wear the red and green and gold of Carlo and I suppose the blue and white of Tin Ryland he was a minor for four years back in the day a county minor team for two seasons and in 1953 he played for Tin Ryland juniors and then went on to be, and the senior had some great days here's the parade bear we've missed all of this but great to see Joe Gorman here he's into his 80s now Joe but a great gale and it's great to see him here today at the match yeah I look both clubs have fierce tradition and it's been a long time since Tin Ryland is 81 as they're saying since they won the last one you know a pal 2016 so it's only a couple of years down the line but look both of them will be eager here to get a win today it is a county final you don't uh, you don't come around too often Brendan for a lot of clubs so both of them will definitely relish it and it's great to see the likes of Shane Redmond there who gave so much to Carlo get the chance to play in the county final along with the likes of Paul Broderick and that so look it's fantastic they're behind the pipe bandage they're going underneath the stand here in the crowd ah, the great atmosphere just listen to that roar it's brilliant to see they're expecting well over 3,000 people here today in Carlo and again our coverage is brought to you with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Cohen a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry product roof tiles and macadam you can see Dan Morrissey Co.com. as Shane Redmond leads out the Tin Ryland team Cahill Gaffney will play in goal for them Danny Morn he's been synonymous for Tin Ryland through this campaign Conor Ryan is at left cornerback Shane of course at fullback Conor O'Toole Jonah Dunn and Niall Lowry has the walk down in front of the stand Barry Power is listed in the middle of the park beside Dermot Walsh Matthew O'Toole Cormac Walsh and Conor McGrath and incidentally Dermot Walsh and Cormac Walsh are sons of Joe the man that last lifted the cup for Tin Ryland back in 1981 Conor McGrath is at number 12 the full forward line Connor Brennan Paddy Regan and Morris Lawler brother of international athlete Marcus a great sporting family Palatine of Craig Carney in goal Jack Brennan the joint captain right cornerback Stephen Riley a man with a strong Cavan connection he wears the number 3 shirt Number four is Gavin Healy. Five, David Reid, the second youngest of the great Reid brothers. They've been brilliant for this club, brilliant servants, and he's in a county final. Had his injury worries, but he's lying out at number five. Connor Lawler, known locally as the horse, the famous goal against Kildare and Tullamore was the highlight of his career. Can he lift another county title with the Palatine men? Kieran Moore, back from his travels, wears the number seven shirt. Jason Kane, the joint captain, in the middle of the park. He plays alongside Finbar Kavanagh. Finbar Kavanagh in the number nine shirt. Thomas Sheen is a 10 Shane O'Neill 11 the highest score in the Carlo Championship of 2022 Brian McMahon is listed at number 12 Jamie Kenny 13 he can get a goal or two so can Joshua Egan at 14 and the man they'll have to keep an eye on Tin Ryland will have to keep the eye on is Connor Crowley the young man from Benakerry 24 years of age now Connor he wears the number 15 shirt but it should be a great match I know that people are saying it could be low scoring and the history says 1950 these two teams drew and Tin Ryland won the replay play and I look back through the stats of all the county titles that these clubs have there was a fair few draws and history has a habit of repeating itself yeah look talking to a couple of people during the week Brendan you're not the first to say it to me that people fancy a draw but just looking through the team sheets there that you were mentioning like Shane O'Neill is on fire at the minute there Brendan he's a total of 23 points scored in this championship along with Conor Crowley who you mentioned in corner forward he's 11 points scored 1-8 there from play and uh, it's unbelievable Dermot Welsh then in Tin Ryland uh, top score for them at the minute on 11 points Brendan so look the both are well capable of kicking scores but it's going to be intriguing from a managerial point of view Brendan to see 
will Tin Ryland stick with what they're after getting here so far, being defensive, being patient and being the build-up and see so can the frustrate Palantine from getting scores. So I'm really, really looking forward to it, Brent. Yes, our match referee is Jonathan Murphy. He's been busy in the opening game. St Mullins defeated Aska 2-11 to 2-7. He's involved in the backup team, the management team of St Mullins. And today, Jonathan referees the match and we wish him well. He's got his ever-present dedicated umpires today. Jim Tracy from Tinnehinch, Adrian Dermody from Milford. And on a day like today... We remember Martin, who sadly passed away a couple of weeks ago. Shea Hayes, a great man in Carlo GA, and Joe O'Neill will be umpiring on the other goal. And uh, Jonathan is a man that's played refereed very, very well here. He takes charge of his second senior football final here in Carlo, having previously refereed the 2018 final between Aero Oak and Palatine. He's here since 2010, and he's refereed several county finals in both codes at all grades in the ladies' national football panel. He's also been involved in the international GA scene. He's been across the world and he's refereed in Chicago, Shanghai, Abu Dhabi and Canada and we'd like to wish all our friends from Carlo tuned in in Australia this weekend because the Australian games are on and of course the Asia games are on next week and lots of our referees will be travelling out there the teams make their way back across the halfway line Jason Kane and Jack Brennan leading Palatine Shane Redmond Shane is 33 now but what a, what a man what a player for Tin Ryland as the crowd gives their huge cheer as the parade breaks ranks and the mascots make their way back towards the sideline. We'll have our own Naveen in a moment, Bernard. We're not too far from throwing and uh, five minutes to the throw-in. It should be exciting and the place packed to capacity to stand and it's great to see. Yeah, it's unbelievable, Brendan. Look, the crowd are really getting behind the teams even though the ball hasn't been thrown yet. But there's a great atmosphere here, Brendan, and we're just we're looking forward to it on the far side there. There's a great crowd after coming in here today, so it's great to see, Brendan. It certainly is. Great day. Now, Palatiner to our left-hand side are going to line up along the 45-metre line. We'll have our own Naveen from the Collection Pipe Band and we will have the game then in full and of course it has to finish today so we could be looking at extra time and penalties that's what we've been told even though I haven't found it in the programme but will it be Shane O'Neill will it be one of the Tin Ryland lads Dermot Walsh, Cormac Walsh who's going to get the winner Nicky Parrell, the great Kilkenny man stands close to the Palatine team they're bringing in their injured players everybody is getting involved as they wait to sing a Ron Avine. 1950, the draw and final ended on a scoreline of 2-3 apiece. The replay is described in the Nationalist papers as one of the most courageous games ever seen and also one of the best. An attendance of 2,700 paid that day and the gate receipts were £182. That wouldn't even buy you around the drink now, I think. But anyway, <laughs> they were all here to witness that great contest. Tin Ryland prevailed by two points in the replay, 1-5 to 1-3. The great Andy Murphy played that day. Peeny Whelan, Jim Dean. They were all big Tin Ryland players in the side, along with Liam Murphy, Billy McGill and Jim Hayes on the Palatine team. And the contest could only have been a classic, I suppose. So hopefully today will provide us with something like that as the crowd stands here in Netwatch Cullen Park as we are on the verge of hosting the Carlow County Final, the Michaeling Motors Hyundai Carlow County Football Final of 2022. 1981, Tin Ryland last won this one. As I said, Palatine won it six years ago. St. Ryland had some great names on that team. The late Pat Dial, Mick Hearn, the late Tommy O'Neill. Tommy was former county secretary. Ollie Pender was in the goal. David Byrne, John Power, Tommy O'Dwyer. He sits in front of us today. The late Tom Darcy, who sadly passed away recently. And John Dial. So here we have Aaron Avine.
<laughs> what an atmosphere. What an atmosphere in Carlow. I haven't seen this in quite a while. And I know there's been a changing of the guard, Bernard. Radvili were fantastic champions over the last year. They were league champions also. Rogue had a tremendous innings. It's not so long ago since Pal were here. But there's a lot of Tin Ryland people that haven't seen Tin Ryland win a county final. They were defeated a number of years ago. I think back in 2011 they lost out. But uh, we're ready to get going here. Last instructions for Palatine from their trainer. And they're going through their paces and Tin Ryland do exactly the same at the far end of the park. So it's the 15 we were given and the 15 we were given. Stephen O'Mara believes, and he said it in his post-match interview the last day, you're better off to finish with your best team than start with your best team. And maybe that's why Paul Broderick is not starting. Yeah, look, at it. everyone was talking about it earlier on, Brendan, but look, he feels Paul is not up to 60 minutes of football. He's making the right decision, but you've seen the impact he had here last week against Mount Leinster Rangers. He contributed 1-3. He set a goal up as well. So, look, he's a fantastic player. We know what the calibre he has, and uh, if Stephen feels that bringing him in is going to make an impact, well, then that's what he's up to. He certainly is. I was giving you that Tin Ryland team, and just in case any family members are listening, I didn't want to leave out anybody. I mentioned John Power and the great Tommy O'Dwyer, Tom Darcy, uh, John Dial, and also we had Mick Mannion on that team, Shea Byrne, Liam Foster, Joe Walsh was the captain, Ned Dean, he was here last night, his grandchildren are involved with Fenna, the one the intermediate. Ned was also on the Carroll of Occasional Schools team that won the All-Ireland final 52 years ago, or 50 years ago actually, it was 1972, Paddy Shorty Foley, Noel Fleming and Alan Keating, three men I knew well were on that team also. Front row left to right in the programme I have here, it was Mick Mannion, he was there, Paddy Delaney was there, Gavin Dyle was the mascot that day, and the Carroll County final is up and running, Tin Ryland playing from right to left in their traditional blue and white stripes, Palatine in their traditional green and red, so Tin Ryland, as they have been doing in this championship, holding on to the ball playing it in every department don't open up the Red Sea keep possession here's Barry Power on to John connected to the Bockhorn as well well hurling men in this part of the country as well and a connection to Greg Bally Callan now there's Barry Power with the hand pass again across to Cormac Walsh Cormac Walsh Joe wants to hand over the baton to these fellas so someone has to take it as I said he was the last captain they're all getting a touch now and the captain Touch it, is that to be an omen? As I mentioned, the captain of 81, the captain of 22 gets it and he has it again. Shane Redmond knocks it back into the middle of the park. Barry Power, Tin Ryland on the attack. Palatine just stand their guard. Now it's with Conor McGrath, Tin Ryland. Conor McGrath plays it back towards Shane Redmond. They've all advanced forward on this occasion. Even the goalkeeper, bar two players, Danny, Danny Moore is the last line of defence back there, along with his centre back, Jonah Dunn. And now the goalkeeper has it. Cahill Gaffney and Cahill is up in the middle of the park and he takes a return ball on the far side for people that weren't at a match in quite a while they'd be a bit frustrated by looking at this but they're not doing anything wrong it's just seeing the keeper out in the middle of the park yeah, that's the bit I'm on about yeah, they're, they're using him as an extra player and obviously they're comfortable doing that they've talked about with Brennan so um, they're patiently just passing around between the 45 and the midfield and Palantine are just happy to sit back and hopefully break the ball Brennan well, here they go, they still have it, holding on to it. Some of the crowd will get a little agitated, but Conor Ryan has it for Tin Ryland now. He's in the full back line. Carl Gaffney's in the goal, along with Danny Moore and Shane Redmond and Conor Ryan. That's the full back line. Conor O'Toole, who now has possession, is the wing half back. John Adon at centre back and Niall Lowry. Here goes O'Toole. He's a prominent player, this young man. Gets it to Niall Lowry, a product of Carlos CBS's All Ireland winning side a number of years ago. Strong connections in the Ballygown area in Carlo as well as the goalkeeper, Carl Gaffney. Dare I say it, would he be the first man to score in this final? Gets it up to their lively Paddy Regan. Still with Tin Ryland. Great ball retention by the Tin Ryland men. Barry Power then floats across right over towards Cormac Walsh. Does Cormac fancy this one? Inside the 45 he goes. Man outside him. The runner's Niall Lowry. Lowry switches across to Cor- Morris Lawler. Morris sends it in. And the That's first score of the day goes to Morris Lawler. 
a well worked score they held on to the ball for quite a while but Morris Lawler sends it in and over the bar and he comes as I said from a great sporting family Morris Lawler gets the first one of the game it's almost two and a half minutes of ball retention biting right in there um, Brendan but they were very patient in what they were doing the keeper came up and act as a, as a third midfielder there and uh, it was a great well worked score to Morris Lawler a great kick Barry Power has uh, started well in the middle of the park hasn't he yeah, he just let that one slip on Farsley. Oh, it's a turnover for Pal. This will be interesting. There's the ball all the way downfield. Pal Ronaldo, here he is, the lively Connor Crowley. Crowley makes a burst down towards the D, sends it back over around the corner. Pal go on the attack. So now it's their turn to keep it. Shane O'Neill from distance. He sends in an absolute monster. Oh, what a score. He kicked that from between the 45 and the 65. And the highest scorer in the Carlow Championship thus far has nailed probably the best score he got in this championship so far. And it's one point apiece, Bear. Can't do much better than that. Yeah, that was an unbelievable point of fairness. He, he put Here's a it. chance of a goal. Poor kick out from Tim Ryland. Ball's gone to the back of the net. And Palatine have got it. They've got it through. It's uh, Jamie Kenny. Jamie Kenny has got the goal. A poor kick out has put Tin Ryland on the back foot. The lost possession. Kenny put the pressure on. He followed up with a little bit of help, I think, from uh, Joshua Egan. And he stuck the ball in the back of the net. It's a dream start for Palatine. 1 1 to a point. Bernard Horahan. That was a great finish. Yeah, yeah. Cottle Gaffney would be disappointed with his kick out there. In fairness, he tried to give it to a man on the end of the D. It didn't go 100% to him. And Pal reacted the quickest in a fantastic goal there by Jamie Kenny. Took it well. Now, here we go, Tin Ryland, 1-1 Palatine, one point to Tin Ryland, four minutes on the clock here in Netwatch Cullen Park, the ball's with Tin Ryland's Matthew O'Toole, Matthew O'Toole sends it back to Barry Power, he's the link man there in the middle of Barry, the support again comes from Niall Lowry in the number seven shirt, Niall Lowry works his way down the flanks, gets it across towards the number 12 which was Conor McGrath he's back to Barry Power again it's a patient build up Bernard but this is the way Tin Ryland play yeah look the goal came out of early early stage for Palatine Tin Ryland definitely won't be panicking and from what you know the backroom team they won't panic either Brent there's plenty of time there's plenty of time indeed here they go inside the 45 Tin Ryland 1-1 to Palatine 1 point Tin Ryland had to change that that looked a little bit rash but the referee has indicated the challenge was perfect and Tin Ryland have handled the ball on the ground and uh, Jonathan Murphy normally gets a bang on. Did you feel that was the right decision, Bar? Yeah, look, he, he kind of fell to the ground, so I think he kind of blew him for over carrying it more so. He's giving a push in the yeah, back he's, there. He's hand signals around. I think Jonathan might watch a few videos on Nigel Owens. He's excellent <laughs> at that. It, well, you know what? It, lets, good, the, it yeah. lets the people know what's happening. 100%, yeah. It lets the people know what's happening. Palatine, Gaelic Football Club, based in Benekerry, of course. Draws in players mainly from the parish of Benekerry, including the townslands of Browns Hill, Duckett's Grove, Kernanstown, Palatine and Russellstown founded way back in 1909 one of the oldest clubs in the country won five county football championships as I've said and one senior hurling man sitting in front of me was on that hurling team the great Charlie Keegan yes that Charlie the reporter here is that Tin Ryland coming forward goalkeeper as well up the field again Cahill Gaffney back to his captain Shane Redmond if you just joined us Palatine one goal and one point Tin Ryland one point, six minutes on the clock. Here we go, Tin Ryland looking for point number two. Connor Ryan knocks it back to Barry Power. Barry Power doesn't go latter this time. He's looking for someone inside. There's no one really there, only the short pass. Doesn't really carry the ball much further because they're going to come back outside the 45 and hang on to it. And now Shane Redmond, plenty of experience, Shane at inter county level. Knocks it across towards Nile Lowry. Lowry back to Paddy Regan. 
Paddy Regan to Cormac Walsh. Cormac races between the 45 and 65. So they went back about 20 metres with the ball, but they still have it. And that's what's vital. Still tapping around. Paller well set up. And Mukalima and Pat O'Flynn, the banished door for Palatine. But now here come Tin Ryland. Is this to be their second? Oh, it's patience ball. is a virtue. And the ball is gone in and over the bar. And as I said it before, and I'll say it again, Dermot Walsh got the score. Jim Tracy, the man that led out Dan Oli and several good horses in his time. Father of Tommy, your great Carlo National Hunt jockey of Dan Oli fame. Jim raised the white flag there. Jonathan Murphy, a St Mullins man as well. That was a definite point, Bernard, but I think their umpires are telling him about something else that has happened. But Tin Ryland, two points, Palatine, one one. What have you made of it all so far? A bit of off the ball stuff going on, but nothing serious, Brendan. Yeah, look, again, Tin Ryland very patient in their build up there. They retained the ball around the 45, going left and right, just waiting for that gap to open up. And in fairness, Dermot Walsh broke the line there and slotted over from just the stand side here with the left foot. It was a great score. So 1 1 to Pal, two points to Tin Ryland, almost eight minutes gone, Brendan. Okay, and Marie Kern is tuned to us in. Paris, good evening Anne-Marie, she's cheering for Barry Power, I mentioned there was a Buck Hearn connection there and Greg Ballycallan and the whole shebang, Anne-Marie is his aunt, so good afternoon Anne-Marie, a great 100 metre sprinter you were too, back in the day, but they're all enjoying the game and welcome to everybody on our coverage from Carlo this afternoon here in Netwatch Cullen Park, it's one goal and one point to Palatine, two points to Tin Ryland, Tin Ryland scores coming through Morris Lawler and Dermot Walsh, here comes David Reid for Pal, you might fancy this David, it's great to see him back after being going through a, a range of injuries but, uh, he's done quite well here he gets it back to Shane O'Neill Shane O'Neill gets a runner on the outside it's the joint captain Jason Kane Jason lays it back around to Connor Crowley just lost his footing but he held his he held himself up he's in lovely centre of gravity Connor busy player currently on Niall Crew's Carlo team I still have it sending it across to the far side of the park Jack Brennan Jack is the other joint captain. He has a runner in Kieran Moore. Now this fellow knows where the post is, and he sees Connor Lawler, and the horse was racing through, but it's a good interception by Connor McGrath, who lefts it back to his goalkeeper. And I think that could be the first time the Tin Ryland goalkeeper was actually on his line. The legendary Liam Byrne is here too, a man that played with Tin Ryland and Carol on the goal. Had a great chat with him before the match. And good evening to everybody. Two points, Tin Ryland. One goal and one point, Palatine. We're into the ninth minute. Tin Ryland, excellent at holding on to possession. Matthew O'Toole for Tin Ryland. Right to the far side it goes. Crossfield kick could come towards Barry Power, but it's a reverse pass towards the 45. They still have it. And it's now with Niall Lowry. Here goes Niall. Uncle Porrick is tuned in in Australia. Get eye, mate. And here he is coming forward. Knocks it across towards Connor Ryan. Connor Ryan back to the middle. Loads of possession, Tin Ryland. Barry Power. Big man Barry, six foot three, six foot four category. Knocks it across. The Connor McGrath, I think that is on the far side. Or is it Paddy Regan? Is after moving out there? It was Connor. I had it right first time. Very patient by Tin Ryland, isn't it, Bernard? Very patient. The two scores they got to have, but Palantine opted to play as a sweeper there. Um, Connor Lawler's dropping from centre back just into the D there, and he's going left and right. So, um, Pal, we thought Tin Ryland be defensive. Pal are actually sitting back and letting them into them. And they're in no panic at the minute, but Tin Ryland back around the midfield here and just to have the overlap here with the goalie coming up. So they're just happy to hold possession. Yeah, we predicted a low-scoring semi-final, but here we are in the final. Ten minutes played. It's low-scoring enough, but it's not too bad. 1-1 one, one to two points. No, no, it's not too bad. But both of them are very... The nerves you'd notice with them, Brendan, they're very nervous. They're yeah. sitting back. They're not, they're not panicking either team. It's they're early all stages. two very, very young teams. There's a few experienced players out there, but other than that, they're all very, very, very young. Here is Tin Ryland on the attack again. Back to Barry Power. He's been central to a lot they've done. He's a big, strong man. Lays it off towards the 45-metre line. 
That's that. Walsh knocking it back towards Connor Ryan. And now it's with the goalkeeper, Cahill Gaffney. And I think everyone now understands this is the way Stephen O'Mara's teams play. <laughs> There's no one groaning or roaring tonight for expecting this. We've seen it the last day. They didn't score in the first half, but they went on to score a plethora of scores in the second half and got themselves to the final. Yeah, well, like we do said, Brendan, if he's happy that he's going to have the best team out in the second half and it works well, well and good, and that's no one will be complaining if the cup goes back to Tin Ryland tonight. Well, it's been a bit of a famine, so they'll be looking for it back there. They're going looking for a score now. It's going to be a free up because there was a foot trip here. Pal have contained Tin Ryland this time on the attack coming forward. It remains one goal and one point to Palatine. Jamie Kenny with the goal. The point coming from Shane O'Neill and Tin Ryland's two scores. The opening score from Morris Lawler. Dermot Walsh with the second. Here come Palatine down the field on the far side. Finbar Kavanagh. Amanda played underage in the middle of the park with him, Jacob. He's not here today. He's working at the Fairgreen shop on centre. We spoke to him this morning. He wanted to wish the Pal team all the very best. So hope you're enjoying it, Jacob. As Connor Crowley sprints forward. Here goes Crowley. He's causing problems. Gets the runner behind him and Kieran Morn. Morn breaks one tackle. He didn't break the second because of Dermot Walsh got back there. Got in the hand for Tin Ryland. It's their turn to defend. There's a high tackle on a Tin Ryland man. It's going to be a free out from the 20 metre line. And they didn't go forward with it. They just want to keep possession. They played it back to the keeper. And his name is Cahill Gaffney. Out comes Cahill. Flies up outside the 45. He's made a lot of ground and no one has gone near him yet, Bear, because now they're going to try and close him down. Yeah, just Palatine on their last two attacks. Uh, Brennan just inside um, the 21, losing possession there. So Tin Ryland just very defensively set up there. They're strong and they're coming back out, so they're making it difficult for Pal to get in for that goal that they're looking for. Cormac Walsh has spread it over to the far side. He takes the return ball now for Tin Ryland. Dermot Walsh, his brother. Knocking it across towards Barry Power. Barry Power back to Walsh. This time it's Dermot. Did he fancy the chance? No, he was on the 45. He had a better man inside him. And that's the lively Connor Brennan. Fine big strong corner forward Connor. Dermot Walsh got under pressure after Brennan gave him back the pass, but Tin Ryland have held possession. And they have it on the 45 again. Now it's across to Barry Power. Now, is he going to go for this from distance? He's going to put it in around the house. They're going looking for the mark. Didn't get the mark, but Shane Redmond is in there. He's recycled it to Paddy Regan. Paddy Regan back to Connor Brennan. Trying to get it onto his left peg, but Pal were aware of that. And it closed them down, and back come Tin Ryland to the 45. So it's a touch of deja vu. Second run at this. Cormac Walsh playing a few one-twos between the 65 and 45. Barry Power again. Tin Ryland. They have the ball a long, long time. The scoreboard still reads one goal and one point to Palatine. Two points to Tin Ryland. Here it goes. Cormac Walsh. It's interesting to see Barry Power kicking that in the, to the full forward line to Shane Redmond. We haven't seen that so far in the championship, so it's obviously something to discuss. Then we're trying to catch Palatine, maybe probably looking for, the, looking for the mark as well. Yeah, they were probably trying to see could they catch him napping a little bit there that they weren't expecting that. Connor Crowley comes steaming back to try and catch the goalkeeper, Cahill Gaffney out. Meanwhile, Tin Ryland come forward through Niall Lowry. Niall Lowry to Barry Power. Does he fancy this time? Back to Lowry. Lowry up to the D. Turns it over to Paddy Regan. Paddy Regan to Morris Lawler. Fancied it off the right peg, Morris, but good cornerback play by Gavin Healy. Gavin Healy kept him at bay, but Morris comes back around the corner. Morris Lawler uses the ball very well. Sends it to the far side. The name of the game with Tin Ryland is don't give it away. Here comes Connor Ryan. Looking for the return ball. It's booted into the full forward line. Shane Redmond is in there. He has it. Got the toe under. Lays it off. Oh, there was a hand on the back. There was a hand on the back. And pal, with no intention, have given away a free. Now, someone has said something. A little bit of discipline. Yeah, there. and it was a free because there was a hand on the back. And Jonathan Murphy was spot on with that, Bernard. Yeah, it should be a score there. It's just 
on the 14 directly in front of the goal so it should be a handy score for Tim Ryland but again very 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 patient in their build up um, they're well coached Brendan you can see that and there's no panic with them at this stage there's only almost 15 minutes gone yeah it's Dermot is, uh, Dermot is uh, down injured at the moment it's not serious uh, our usual analyst our regular since 2003 Willie Quinlan you know, he's on another surprise trip. He's in Barcelona listening to the match. He's watching the Ironman, and there's plenty of lads from Carlo and Kilkenny taking part in that. He's keeping an eye on them as well. So there we are. My man Willie. Barcelona. Okay. 1-1 to Palatine. Two points to Tin Ryland. We're into the 15th minute of the opening half. And this game brought to you with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles, and macadam. See danmorrisseyandco.com. This is a chance for Tin Ryland. They get their third point. And it's gone in, and it's gone over the bar. He scored already from play, Dermot Walsh. He's got one from a free. And the likes of Dermot Walsh and Cormac, and these fellas, Conor O'Toole in particular, Shane Redmond, Danny Moore, they're match winners, aren't they? Yeah, they're plenty of experience there, in fairness. We've seen Danny, in fairness to him, popping up in a couple of games there, especially against Aero, getting that winning point to go ahead there. The great mark there. Defensive Shane mark, Redmond. Shane Redmond. Here they come. He gets it across to Conor O'Toole. Tim Ryland going, looking for their fifth point four point rather to trying to level the game there's one between them it's one goal and one point to Pal three points Tin Ryland Tin Ryland have a lot of possession Bernard a lot of possession but yeah. the two little bits of possession Pal did get yeah. they scored they did indeed yeah. they'd be disappointed if probably let the goal in that early but as I said it's early there's no panic with them so they're, they're happy just to plod along and stick to the game plan what they have yeah this man is doing quite well Conor Brennan he's a great championship so far Morris Lawler he comes outfield a little bit of a tug on his jersey he was moving there I don't think he would have stayed with him today Marcus he's flying it here comes uh, Niall Lowry across the Barry Power good ball finds a man in space the man in space is Cormac Walsh Cormac Walsh down to Conor Brennan Brennan looks inside the challenge comes from the Palatine men but Tin Ryland still hold possession back to Barry Power Cormac Walsh again sprayed over to the far side now they'll hold it up and they won't go too quickly with it as it comes back to Cormac Walsh and Barry Power Bernard if you're doing stats I'd say Barry Power's after handling the ball 400 times in the opening 17 minutes yeah but the, the Pat aren't pushing on they're not going man to man as I said they're playing with sweepers two sweepers one sweeper at some stages so there is plenty of space for him out around the middle so he's getting on a lot of ball in fairness ok well the person that's in Barcelona Sorry about this, now a play has stopped. It's not Willie. Someone sent Willie a text, thought he was on the radio. So whoever's in Barcelona, <laughs> hello. Hola, hola, hola. Three points, Tin Ryland. One goal and one point to Palatite. This is a chance for Dermot Walsh to level the Carlo Senior Football Final, the Michael Ing Motors Hyundai Final of 2022. Tough Here's free. the free. Inside the 45. He's capable. But it's That's gone. Right. Jim Tracy flags that one wide. Wides have been scarce, Bernard. The first wide of the day. First wide of the day. The big crowd waiting in anticipation. Palatine still lead. 1-1 to three points. The kick out is vital here. They've gone short. Conor Lawler. A potential match winner also for the Palatine men. Floats a ball over to the far side. Carrying it forward is David Reid. Oh, it's a big, big ball in field. Big, big ball in field. They're looking for Jamie Kenny. He's got a goal already. Kenny is on the end line. He's held up by Danny Morn. Danny nice, Morn does defending. well. Great defending by Danny. Back out to the half forward line they've done well here back to David Reid Josh Wiegand was the man that was involved there that time now down into the corner it comes here come Palatine narrowed the angle with the hand pass it went to Jason Kane but he wasn't in the scoring position but Brian McMahon is Brian McMahon 
turns back around, gives off a good ball. Tin Ryland defended well. It's back out to the man that started the move. Connor Lawler. He's on the 45 and the Tin Ryland half of the park, but he sends a long foot pass all the way across to Gavin Healy, a tidy corner back as he moves into the Tin Ryland half of the park and inside their 45. Down to Finbar Kavanagh. Fine man in the middle of the park for Palatine. Palander traditional red and green. As it's knocked out to Jack Brennan. Jack Brennan comes forward up to the 45 and the Tin Ryland half. Tin Ryland have everybody bar one player behind the ball. Connor Lawler comes forward. You nearly want 21 behind the ball with a big fella like him coming through. It's back with Jack Brennan. Possession, the name of the game. Thomas Sheen picked up a few nice scores in this championship. The Bennett Kerry man. David Reid. Cross towards Brian McMahon. Brian McMahon down into the corner towards Joshua Egan. Lovely possessional football. McMahon takes the return ball. Brian is a son of Damien, former Balting Glass and Wicklow Inter County player. As they go for the long range effort, and that's from David Reid. It could work out dangerous. Oh, it's fisted. Grabbing it in front of the goal. Tin Ryland have defended it well. Was there a push in the back? They're looking for one. The referee says, Up you get. Tin Ryland have defended it well. We get Bernard's view on that in a moment, but Tin Ryland have turned it over. And they're going to play it outfield. Brian McMahon's granddad. John has tuned into us in Balting Glass, former Cavan player. Yeah, for Cavan. Miners in the late 50s. I think he captained Cavan Miners in 1958. Went on to play for their seniors from 1959. So good evening to you, John, and I hope you'll enjoy our coverage this afternoon. Now there's a ball being overplayed, or there's a foul by Niall Lowry He's on O'Neill. Yeah. On Shane O'Neill and Pal are going to get the free in from the 45 metre line. Yeah, Shane O'Neill just released the ball there, and it was a late challenge. So good refereeing by Jonathan, in fairness. Um, Brendan, but again, Palantine kind of doing the same as Tin Ryland they're happy to work the ball around the middle third there's no pressure from Tin Ryland because they're sitting back so both of them very very similar at the minute in the way they're doing it Brennan attacking the game and that's what they're doing uh, that's a poor free that's gone to the left of Moylan normally he'd put them away Bernard What's yeah that? he'd be disappointed by his O'Neill. Yeah. he's put that to the left of Moylan yeah, there's not that much wind here either, Brennan. The conditions are perfect in fairness to be taken for free takers and that saw shooting into the O'Hanlon's end there. He was disappointed it went to the left and wide. That's a big day for the Tin Ryland Benekerry Parish, isn't it? It's two it teams indeed, from yeah. the parish yeah. in the county final. There's a few connections out there too. Connor Lawler and Keane Lawler, first cousins. How does Father Little work that then? He's the parish priest. I said a collection is up today, he's happy. <laughs> and asking we're in the, the, the junior match, but the last out to St. Mullins. Here's O'Neill. Can he make up for missing the free? Off the left peg, yeah, sends it in. Score. Oh, he's got it. That's a great score. Yeah, now, he's, he's got to be given credit for that. He's got to be given credit for that. He, he, he knows he should have scored the free. He went over, he won back the ball on the far side, gets it onto his left peg. He puts Pal onto a total of five points. 1 2 to Palatine, three points to Tin Ryland to kick out the comfort Tin Ryland. A little bit of holding and jostling in the middle of the park for the kick out and a loose man goes all the way back. Matthew O'Toole, he gathers it. 21 minutes played, nine minutes remaining in the opening half. Tin Ryland come forward. Come forward with the ball. Man in possession is Conor O'Toole. Conor, nice lively player. Back to Conor Ryan. Conor back for Tin Ryland. Back to O'Toole. Again, the slow, patient build-up from Tin Ryland. He'll have to go running now because Brian McMahon Stays with him all the way. And Danny Moran is brought into the game for a rare moment in this opening half. Danny is listed at number two today, but he's popped up for a few scores in the championship. Referee not happy with the challenge of Brian McMahon on this occasion. There wasn't a lot in it, Bernard. He was just a little bit unfortunate, I think. But no, in fairness to Tin Ryland, they were going well. Yeah, I think he blew it. It was a two-man tackle there. But again, 
they're very very patient there's no urgency about them going forward Fred, and they're just happy to play around and just get the extra man on the ball and here he goes Tin Ryland coming forward again inside the 45 metre line is there a score in Tin Ryland that's a beautiful run from Paddy Regan Paddy Regan didn't go oh Paddy was on the 20 metre line and he fed it in field to Matthew O'Toole and realistically he should have went for the score himself but this man is going for the score his name is Conor McGrath and that's a wasted opportunity Bernard that was the wrong option I'm not going to criticise the lad he should have took the score himself but the boss were in front of him there yeah, he should have pulled have the trigger it. in fairness he, he passed it to the right hand side there two bad wides Palatine yeah. had one wide Tin Ryland with the other so they ended up that's the score that they should have got all the crew and dials want to wish Danny Moore and all the best he's had a few good finishes here he sells a few good finishes over there too 1-2 to Palatine three points to Tin Ryland we're into the 23rd minute of the opening half here comes Joshua Egan he's a flyer this young man he's only a minor he's a man inside him called Jamie Kenny he scored already Kenny was tripped inside but Egan says I'm going to stay going myself he sticks it in and over the bar Joshua Egan the full forward for Palatine he makes it 1-3 to 3 points he's only a chap uh, Bernard but he looked like a mature student on that occasion yeah, in fairness he was motoring well there on the far side he kept going there was plenty of running off the ball by Pal the Tinoidan lads got sucked in and it just opened up for him and he kept going a great kick with his right foot and put it over the black spot it's his right. debut season at senior football he has proven that and he's very capable of playing at this level he's a former county minor he showed all his experience there yeah it was a great score and he had plenty of pace about him so he's going to be a handful there in the rest of the game that's uh, one goal and three points to Palatine three points to Tin Ryland with thanks to Dan Morrissey and co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam see Dan Morrissey and co Dot com as the goalkeeper for Tin Ryland Cahill Gaffney comes downfield again a long way to go Conor Ryan for Tin Ryland Matthew O'Toole closed down by Pal back to Niall Lowry back to Cahill Gaffney now here's Danny Moore he's not going to score from there anyway but he's going to work this ball down the field he's an intelligent footballer Danny gets it out to the man wearing number 5 Conor O'Toole Stays moving, looking for the 1-2. Barry Power, who's been on a lot of ball in this opening half, comes back in between the 265s. Plays it back to Gaffney. Fullback still holds his position. Goalkeeper's well out the field. Tin Ryland, patient, patience, patience. Still have the ball. Barry Power again. He's been the link man all day. The lead by three. One or so lose trailing by three. One three to Palatine. Three points to Tin Ryland. So Pal lead by three. Here comes Cahal Gaffney. The fact to have the goalie up around the midfield, Brennan, that's what's given them the extra man. So Tin Ryland just or Palatine just happy to let them have the ball. It's a fantastic catch by Shane. Shane Redman, he's done well. He sends it back into Paddy Regan. Paddy Regan back to Brennan. Connor Brennan, a hand in there from the Tin Ryland full back. Done the damage there, Stephen Riley. And I can tell you one thing, he's a he's a man that's a, has plenty of football in him because prior to 1997, the last time Cavan secured three successive wins in the Ulster Senior Football Championship in '83. His dad was the captain of the side. The captain of the side on that occasion, Jim Riley, based in Carla for a long uh, number of years now. A pal come forward. Referee says play on. So I hope you're enjoying the game today, Jim. This young man is a credit to you. And everyone that's tuned in in Cavan, relations to the Carlow County final. This man is a right good one too. Connor Crowley. Connor Crowley. Connor Crowley sends it in. A Palatine are opening up Tin Ryland. And four of their six starting forwards are now on the score sheet. Shane O'Neill with two, Jamie Kenny with the goal, Joshua Egan with the point, and Conor Crowley, the man from Benekerry, sticks it in and over the bar. And Bernard, an ironic situation. Three teams out of the four that played in the semi finals last week both Leinster Rangers, Tin Ryland, and Palatine. There's over 100 players. There's only one was an inter county footballer currently. 
and that's him. No disrespect to the Mount Leinster Rangers, they do give about 20 fellas to the inter-county hurling team, so, yep. and I want to wish Gary Kelly a speedy recovery too, because uh, he picked up a nasty arm injury last week, so Gary, if you're here, I hope you enjoy the final, if you're at home listening, well, speedy recovery, great servant to club and county, and you were part and parcel of this championship, and you had a good innings with Mount Leinster Rangers, so speedy recovery to you, the ball's back in play, it's in Ryland coming down, but that was a great finish by Conor Crowley, Barry. Yeah, fantastic, yeah. One of the first times um, Palantine moved the ball fairly quick into the far left-hand corner. Um, Crowley was one-on-one with the, with the corner back and he just took him on and slotted over the bar. But he is a handful on his day, Conor Crowley. He certainly is. Plenty of pace, great accuracy. He's now with Carl Gaffney. One line of defence back there. He's the last man standing there is Jonah Dunn. He's normally good at penetrating runs through the middle, but his job is to keep an eye on Conor Crowley down there. As Tin Ryland come back downfield. Pal lead this one. One goal and four points to Tin Ryland's three points. Four minutes remaining in the opening half. Here come Tin Ryland again. Dermot Walsh. That's the Barry Power. Barry Power. That's a big foot pass. They're going to look for the mark here. Knocked down, but it's tidied up by Connor Lawler. Plenty of experience there for Connor. Son of Owen, of course. Former Bennett's Bridge hurler and Dublin Inter County hurler. His mother ran takes some great photographs of these match. I wonder did she get a shot at that because here goes the Cavan man, Stephen Riley. Well, he's a Carlow man with the Cavan dad. Down to Conor Crowley. Crowley looks in field. Beautiful ball in as far as Joshua Egan. Joshua Egan turns Barry Power. Joshua Egan goes for the... Oh, that's a penalty. penalty that's a penalty. Yeah. penalty. It's a foot block. You that's could, a penalty. You could see the urgency with Pal there when they broke down to Ryland. Uh, Brennan, three or four passes and they're inside the opposition's 21. And after winning a penalty there with Joshua Egan as he he's went to strike the ball there. I'll tell you one day, for his debut season, he's playing like a man who's playing senior football tenure. He's lively. He's yeah, excellent. He's causing problems down there. but um, It's a penalty. It was a, it was, it was a definite penalty. Yeah, but, but again, the secret is, Brennan, move the ball as quick as you can down to the forwards because the ball will travel quicker than any man. And within four passes, uh, Pal had the ball in the opposition's uh, in the zone there, in the scoring zone. And uh, Jack Brennan is going to take the penalty, I think. Is it Jack Brennan? It yeah, is. number two was placing it on it. No. He placed it. He has the ball there. It's not the man coming across the take. Tommy Sheen. Tommy Sheen. Yep. Tommy Sheen. And great Bennett Kerry family, the Sheens. And Thomas is going to take this. It's a big responsibility. But I'm sure he's used to taking the Thomas Sheen. He has chipped in with invaluable scores in the last few matches. He's got a tremendous work rate. Can he score the penalty? He's up against the Tin Ryland keeper, Tommy Sheen. Oh, he absolutely buried it. That's why he takes penalties. He picked his spot. He absolutely nailed it. And Tommy Sheen has the red and green of Pal and Paddo Flynn's men lepping round the stand. Bernard, if you're ever going to take a penalty, that's the video you want to be looking at. Yeah, 100%. He stuck it in the bottom right-hand corner and the keeper went the opposite way, so it was always going to win. But listen, Tin Ryland only three points on the board, nearly 30 minutes gone. Um, Palantine 2-4, which is a total of 10 points. So seven points, it's a long way, Bren. One minute of added time. One minute of added time. I see Marion Hayden is doing the line today. Her late father, Brendan, was a great Tin Ryland man. I know he came in and played a bit with Airog as well, but the Haydens are synonymous for being good Tin Ryland family. 2-4 to Palatine. Three points to Tin Ryland. We're into the final minutes. So about two minutes of football remaining as the ball is out on that far side. And Bernard, the cliche I gave you earlier on from Stephen Amara, he said you should always finish with a stronger team, but I don't think anyone can take anything from Pal. Every time they went down there, they came back with something. Yeah, well, the early goal definitely put the icing on the cake for them, so it didn't, uh, you know, it was a great start to the game, in fairness. But that penalty there, as I said, they moved the ball quickly. They tried to catch Tin Ryland on the hop, which they did. And uh, they're setting up very defensively, Pal themselves. So they're quite happy to uh, sit back and let Tin Ryland have the ball around the middle. Time. David Reid gives away the free. Tin Ryland are not hanging around. Here's Morris Lawler trying to cut back inside. 
It's a fair old shoulder there. The pal Crowder on their feet there. <laughs> I tell you one thing. That was a shoulder and a half. That was a shoulder and a half. Yeah, it was a great shoulder in fairness there. And poor Morris ended up on the wrong end. He he's he's up back up though. He's, yeah. he's playing he's playing a honest game, Morris, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. But there's a good physical challenge in there for him. It's a fair old thump. 2-4 Palatine. Three points. Tin Ryland. We're into the first minute. Well, the only minute of additional time. As the ball comes cross field. So here is uh, Shane O'Neill. They're going to run the clock down. They'll be no rush with Pal. All the Tin Ryland lads sitting back inside their own 45. And Pal just have the ball. There's four or five of them. Sometimes when you're losing, Brendan, I don't understand this tactic because you need to go to the game and try and take away the scruff of the neck, you know. But Pal have four lads here in the middle. There's no Tin Ryland man around at all. They're quite happy to let them have the ball, which is, as I said, when you're trailing, playing this kind of game plan, it doesn't work, Brendan. Well, there we are. Paddy Regan has decided to come out there and try and put a bit of pressure on him, but he's three pal lads and he's running around in the middle of them. Yes, it is. Liz Dillon is shouting for pal in Canada. Good afternoon to you, Liz. The halftime whistle goes. The pal crowd are on their feet. They're leading here by two goals and four points. It's in Ryland's three points. Now, Bernard, we've seen this before and we've seen pal getting some great scores, but Tin Ryland, the way to play and he looks at his stats Stephen O'Mara he's a big believer in the stats and his computers and tactics and he's been involved with Galway he's been involved Donny with Gaul Cora well, Finn yeah. he was yeah. at Donegal he was at Turlow here he knows his stuff but the laptop won't get you scores but it'll let you know where you're going wrong yeah look he's a modern man- day manager I suppose if you want to call it that but again Mount Leinster Rangers here that didn't score last week in the first half Mount Leinster had three points up on him going in at half time was the low scoring game but like seven points in a county final Brennan it's a big task um, they have to score eight to get past it I, and, and I don't know, will I don't score know what more. the laptop will tell him but <laughs> um, the two goals look the penalty he'd be disappointed that they gave that away but you know in fairness the penalty to move the ball very quick and caught Tin Ryland off the hop you know we know what Tin Ryland are about they're very defensive in that so the two goals are the difference Brendan so that's it 2-4 to Palatine at half time 3 points to Tin Ryland I know you're on radio Bernard you're doing analysis but as a spectator what have you made of that first half well both of them are very cautious Brendan they're sitting back both teams like we were expecting Tin Ryland to be defensive but Palatine is equally defensive but uh, they're just more under counter attack I suppose Palatine that's where they're after getting their scores and uh, most of their forwards have scored at this stage the 5 forwards have scored and contributed whereas on Tin Ryland we only have 1 forward I think scoring is that correct and 2 scores in play yeah yeah so that that's your difference, really. But, it, but it's three mean? more than what they got in the semi. And I, I, I know that some people listen might think, what's he talking about? But that's what I'm talking about. They didn't score in the first half, but Stephen said he wasn't worried because realistically they should have had three points. Now, he might say the same about today for in his post-match, whether they're going to win or lose this match. But the moral of the story is Pal have got the goals. Jamie Kenny got a blinder. Thomas took the penalty well. Shane O'Neill, two lovely scores. Joshua Egan playing out of his skin. And Connor Crowley with a lovely score. And Connor Crowley looks dangerous every time he gets the ball. Well, he does when they get the ball on quick to him, Brendan in the fairness because he has space but they're not Tin Ryland aren't compacting it like they normally would because Pal are moving the ball a lot quicker but it'll be interesting to see will he do changes at half time will he bring on what he said would be his best team to finish with so it'll be very interesting but it's, it's, a, it's a big hill to climb Brendan seven points is a massive hill it certainly is a massive hill I just was going through a few stats and I don't like to interrupt play and I don't I do it when the ball's out of play but I was going to tell you that Conor Lawler Palatine and Keane Lawler Tin Ryland are first cousins now Keane is yet to come onto the field but he will be coming on if subs are made and Keane Lawler and Palatine's Brian McMahon are also first cousins because Damien's sister uh, Louise 
is uh, Keen Lawler's mammy. So there we are. And the granddad, as I said, is listening in Bald and Glass. And I think I said it was John. It is John, the Cavan man. And it was right. He captained Cavan Miners in 1958. He played for the seniors since 1959. And of course, Paddo Flynn. Paddo is from Muckalee in Kilkenny, well known to our KCLR listeners and in Kilkenny hurling circles. He's got Billy Murphy, former Palatine player. He's also a former County Carlow rugby player that played for Carlow in the AIL and the Leinster Senior Cup. He's on the backroom team with him. And another little bit of uh, people that like a few stats Leinster and Ireland Rugby International, Ed Byrne and his twin brother Brian. Well, the boys went to school in Benicary. Don't know whether they played much rugby out there. I know there was a few coaches going around. They played a bit of GEA, but ironically, they played for Aska in the GEA. And rumour had it a little bit with Tin Ryland, but great to see that the two of them are doing well in uh, Bristol. Ed, Brian is in Bristol, Ed is in Leinster, and we wish them well. And we're thinking of them today as well because of another great sporting family. We think of Colette Morrissey, who contributed a lot to the people of Carlow through the Chamber of Commerce over her long number of years, and as a former president, and great tributes coming in over the week in the sad passing of Colette daughter of the uh, late legendary Tom Byrne and brother of Tom auctioneer in Dublin Street in Carlow so we remember them all and we remember all our departed friends here in Carlow uh, this year who have sadly passed away and we were asked to wish best wishes to Palatine from Kathleen and Kevin Hutton and we'll also remember their lovely daughter Pamela Reid on this sad occasion and also remember the late Amanda Kinsella from Benekerry who sadly passed away at a very young age. Eamon Dowling the great man who was here as Stuart in the GEN in Fenna, Martin Dermody, Sean Nolan of Ardatton and Tullow, the late Tom Darcy of Offaly, IT Carlow and Tin Ryland, he was on the 81 team Jim Conway, he taught us all in school in the vocational Jim from Grange, Carlow Vocational School and the late Pat Jackman and to all the great people and the great Gales and people that have been involved with us here over the years that have sadly gone to the reward in the year of 2022 and in 2021 in difficult times, we think of them all today on what is the Blue Ribbon Day in Carlow, GAA for football. Now, Tommy Murphy is here for a quick chat before we go back to the studio. Tommy, you're here to tell us all about our clubs, our players, our future, and about the great work that's going on in Carlow about drug awareness. Well, I suppose, uh, Brendan, yeah, and just to say, uh, that was a brilliant first half in the senior football final, and um, uh, just St Mullins and... Um, Aska in the first Aska, one. yeah, had a good final as well. Uh, yes, Ben, and, and I know beside me here is Bernard, and Bernard has been involved very much in this as well. Our clubs, our players, our future. Teams are buying into it. It's an, an initiative with um, Carlo GAA and um, together with Angarda uh, Sheikhana, and it's an education to clubs of the dangers and the pitfalls of all that goes with drugs and all this. Like, now it's not just a question of talking down to clubs; it's talking with clubs to help them. Brendan, but this is a bit different that we're going to all the clubs in the county. Bernard has been with us now, and Bernard, maybe you'd like to just say something on it. Yeah, look, what we're trying to do, in fairness, uh, Tommy, is we're just trying to educate coaches and uh, members of the clubs how they can deal with this situation, because we know it's very prevalent uh, around, not just in GEA clubs, but around uh, the county in general. In, in society and, as and, such, and, yeah. and around the country, but uh, we're going... The Gardaí in Carlow, in fairness to Peter McConnell, he's after driving it very, very well along with Tommy here and our county chairman, uh, Jim Bulger. So we're going around to all the clubs, we're meeting players, we're meeting coaches, we're meeting everyone. Because some people, especially of a certain age, Brendan, they mightn't be quite sure of the different uh, drugs that lads are taking or girls or whatever the case And what so reactions are so like. So we're trying to educate them on what to look out for. And as Tommy said, the pitfalls, who they can contact 
if they're f- afraid to go to the Gardaí, there's other um, organisations around that they can contact confidentially as well, along with all that stuff. So, so far, I think, Tommy, we have a good few clubs done and we're hoping to get the rest of them done. We in have the more than half done, um, Bernard, and I'd like to thank you. Your contribution to it has been wonderful. But, Brendan, it's very hard for me or, or, or um, Bernard to say on air how good the clubs are reacting to it. Now, this is not just for a few people in the it's club, and right now you said the, the message, and it has come back to me, like, one thing, Bernard, you're very right, an awful lot of people that we think maybe knows all this, but it's only after when they come back and tell you that they didn't know this, that or the other, that they're happy for. And someone approached me there even last night after the Fenna game, uh, I was a Ballon Killing man, and asked, even though they were involved the other night, would we do a night for them? And That's he well. wants to widen in the whole community. But we hope all the clubs, and we thank all the clubs in the county. And this goes for ladies and camogie, everyone that plays and, and, it. And people listening out, Tommy, will say, how do the clubs, is it the county board get in touch with the clubs, or is it, it's up to the county board, but in base, and the, law, the, law, the county board well, will organise? Either Jim Bulger, the county board, myself, or Bernard, or... Uh, Peter McConnell or Conor Regan and I know Conor has uh, Joshua playing there today he was fouled for that penalty going in (laughs) but uh, it's working well but Brendan just before we finish up this is not going to finish with just going around to the clubs for one night it's a follow on has to come from it Bernard yeah 100% Tommy and at the minute there we've contacted as you said almost half the clubs and the contribution so far by the clubs has been fantastic Tommy so we're hoping in the next couple of weeks Tommy that we can get around to the rest of the clubs and start the initiative then after that hopefully Tommy but well, so far we're very happy with everything thanks for that Tommy and, and thanks for your input Brendan just could I say one thing uh, there's one thing there I'd just like to wish Oshin Kelly the very best to look as well Oshin one of our great players Michael Chap yeah Michael Chap and Oshin would like to get that initiative going uh, to donate blood like, yeah. and he has been a fantastic talk about courageous courage in a chap he's not 21 yet and Oshin certainly we as a club in Avon will back that to the last and there's step. a campaign because the clubs are involved and they're looking for everybody in Carlow GA to get involved and urging the clubs to get their members to donate blood and the clinics are always in Carlow yeah, them yeah and a special thanks as well to um, to Barbara Phelan Barbara is the area manager she's from Great Manahan and has done great work but I'd just like to uh, acknowledge and thank the Kelly family for this initiative well, thanks, and all thanks the very much Tommy family. you're a great man and I hope Brian Scott Kelly is getting on well you know you're working with Park TV today. What's the guy like on the telly? He got the hair cutting all for today, Tommy. <laughs> well, He's going well. I'm getting excited now. I, I must have been wrong doing last night when I didn't get the hair cut for being the immediate <laughs> final. Jim Bulger told me told me one day we did win here in Carla. I see Tommy you got a championship haircut. So. Because Murphy you've one of the best heads of hair of a man I know. Listen Tommy thanks as always and best Brenda, of luck thank in the semi-final. And Bernard, thank you. We'll hand back to the studio there's a few ads to be played we'll be back with the second half of the Carlo Senior Football Final at half time here in Netwatch Cullen Park it's Palatine two goals and four points Tin Ryland three points back to you Martin thanks very much Martin you're very welcome back we understand there'll be a few changes for Tin Ryland in this the second half but before we start I just want to say uh, hello to Wattie Lawler he's actually here he's from Tullaherne in Kilkenny Wattie Lawler 95 years young he's here today to see his grandsons Connor and Keane playing in the Carlock County final one playing against the other his son Owen hurled with Bennettsbridge I mentioned that in the first half he also hurled with Dublin and uh, they're all here Liam and the gang they're all here this afternoon so great to know that Wattie is here a proud man today so he's, he's on a winning team no matter what happens Bernard he's one yeah. on the Pal team one on the Tin Ryland team it's a great achievement in fairness Brent it certainly is Bernard does changes we know that John Murphy is in for Conor Ryan and uh, 
Do I see Paul I, Broderick? No, I was, 22 is in. Keane is in. Keane Lawler is in. So I've Keane Lawler is on wearing 22. I've seen Paul coming back with his bib on, so he's definitely not. So Keane Lawler is in, and I don't know who's gone from the full forward line, but he'll add a bit of speed to it. So here we go. Pal in possession, playing from right to left with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. in a league of their own. Here are proud sponsors, and a big thank you to them for their sponsorship throughout the campaign. Here come Palatine, Jack Brennan. He'd like to lift the Nationals Cup, feeds it into Brian McMahon, but well cut out by Dermot Walsh, who was back helping out his defence on that occasion, and he's done well. Now, Shane Redmond, he's listed at number three. He was full forward for a while, Danny Morn. Danny Morn, the ball is across towards Cormac Walsh now, and Tin Ryland come forward. Bernard need an early score because seven is a hard with the claw back, and you know, some people say when you're playing this type of game, your luck can run out. 25 is on as well. Yeah, that is John Murphy. We said that. John is in for this, the second half. So the half-time score, 2-4, Palatine, three points, Tin Ryland. Here they go, looking for their opening score. John Murphy, the ball has gone in towards Morris Lawler, and that went, ar- it went skewes, and Pal are going to tidy it up through Kieran Morn. His arm was held there. He comes out, Connor Brennan was behind him. Pal have the ball. It's now with Stephen Riley. Stephen Riley, the full-back, sends it back across field. And it's their turn to hang on to possession at this moment in time. His dad, I didn't mention, was a King's Court. I got a text and said, what club did Jim play? But he played with King's Court. They're not from Cavan, if you didn't know the answer to that, Paddy. But I know you're only looking for information. But here come Palatine. This man is from Browns Hill. Shane O'Neill scored two great scores in the first half. A little bit high oh, for Conor Crowley, but a great bit of defending by Tin Ryland. And they've won the free. And it was a little bit high. And I, I was wondering, I said it in the first half, he was their last line of defence, John O'Don. He's been a star player for Tin Ryland in his championship. And... He's only been brought into the game now because he was the last line of defence in the first half, but he competed very well for that. Yeah, he's a very good attacking half-back. We would have had him under edge with Carlo at 20s at minor level, so to have him sitting, I suppose, inside Brennan's a little bit of a waste, but um, Tin Ryland just going forward, Brennan, their toe tapping, their hand pass down the middle. There should be a little bit more urgency about them at this stage because they are seven points down, Brennan, and uh, I'd like to see them deliver the ball into the full forward line a little bit quicker. Here they come, Conor O'Toole, they're number five. He's gone to the 65, Pal half of the park, takes... Oh, the return ball was coming from Cormac Walsh, but it was an interception from Pal. Pal are up for this, Bernard. That was great work by Jason Kane. Yeah, fantastic tackle. Here's Paul Broderick now. Paul Broderick is coming in, 17. He's coming in for Morris Lawler. He got welcome to the cabaret from Jason Kane there. <laughs> yeah, I think they're all welcoming him coming in there, so they are. Think Morris Law Morris, well Morris has just been sacrificed he just uh, he, he hasn't had a bad game but no, obviously you're bringing po- on a he got a good point at the start in fairness to him yeah, if you're bringing on an elite player like Paul Broderick someone has to go so Morris is the man that has to go and it could have been anybody up there but uh, Paul is in so Paul Broderick on his day so he's worth the admission Kane fee alone Jason Kane just welcomed him in there with a nice hefty shoulder <laughs> as he came in a Palatine <laughs> shoulder a Palatine shoulder here comes Brian McMahon back to his number two that is Jack Brennan. Good young team. Shane O'Neill. The Browns Hill man sends it to the Benny Kerry man. David Reid. So this is a carbon copy of the first half, except Paller is the opposite. Paller have three or four lads, Brennan, outside the 45. And they're just hand-passing it left to right. And Ryan are just sitting back, which is an unusual tactic when you're losing again, Brennan. And I repeat that several times. But There's Kieran Morn from distance. Sends it in. Oh, they're taking over here, Palatine. It's All the experience score. in the world is with Kieran Moran. And he puts them on to 2-5. It's the opening score of the second half. They carried around the ball. They were toe-tapping it from one to the other. The passes were good. They held the retention. 
and retain the ball well I should say it's 2-5 to 3 points Palatine lead here we're into the 4th minute of the 2nd half now if Tin Ryland don't get scores quickly Bernard I know they won't panic but coming towards the end the clock is the thing that could beat them but I still feel it could go to the wire a long way to go yeah look it's, I've often said playing this type of game and Carlo is very similar a few years ago right? and you need a plan B and a plan C and if plan A doesn't work and you go behind it's very hard sometimes to get scores playing defensively and sitting back but um, again I'd like to see them transition the ball into the forward line a little bit quicker Brent here come Tin Ryland can John Murphy do something John Murphy gets it down into the corner towards Paul Broderick goes for his first shot and goal now that's out for a wide Carney just watched it going Conor Ryan and Barry Power have been withdrawn also off the Tin Ryland team so in comes Keen Lawler John Murphy and the man we just mentioned as the last man coming in there Paul Broderick Paul Broderick his uncle Joe of course was the Tin Ryland goalkeeper and Carlo goalkeeper for a long number of years his dad John proud man today looking up there in Browns Hill here comes the young Joshua Egan playing well got a lovely score in the first half nice ball control from him knocks it back to Thomas Sheehan very stylish young footballer there Joshua Egan in fairness to him had you got him on the minors Burr? no he's younger he's younger than he's the year younger. you had him yeah. yeah well here comes Shane O'Neill this fella if he gets a bit of space and a bit of distance from goal he won't be afraid to have a pot the former CBS man back across it comes to David Reid scored one or two in the championship so far as well ooh that's a little bit frontal but it was fair from Conor O'Toole back to Reid Palatine are playing Tin Ryland at their own game at the moment back around the corner comes Tommy Sheen David Reid did that get a hand on it I think it's just a bad wide he tried to dispatch it with the left peg Adrian Dermody the umpire Palatine have had very few wides uh, Bernard I have two Brendan yeah I that's what that's I have two as well there, I think so. Tin Ryland two as well would that be fair yeah I have three for them ok I'm always wrong <laughs> I'm always wrong but anyway I hope everyone's enjoying our game just for people on the app again we got a few texts you have to tip the top left hand corner and it gives you the frequency so you can choose to listen to Kilkenny meanwhile in Kilkenny Michael Walsh's Dixborough take on James Stevens in the St. Canis's Credit Union Senior Semi-Final here in Carlos the Michael Ing Motors Hyundai Carlos Senior Football Final Cormac Walsh Danny Moran he hasn't advanced further up the field today as of yet but he will and he'll probably get a score or two he probably will but again they're very, very patient, Brendan. I'd be a little bit nervous if I was Tin Ryland. The patience is too patient, to be honest. So it is Paddy Regan coming out for the ball. Yeah, it's a good show of hand from Paddy at full forward. He has that uh, potential to play that type of game, but there's no point in behind it. You've got to show first and get the ball. Now it's in as far as Matthew O'Toole. Back around the corner comes to Paul Broderick. Paul has to go across between the 45 and the 65. He's trying to get an angle. He finds the angle. That's a beautiful floated pan pass from Paul Broderick. Tin Ryland. Oh, it's a bad wide. It's a bad wide. That was great vision by. That was fairness. great from Broderick. The man yeah. that shot wide was Conor O'Toole. He'd be very disappointed with that because he was right in the middle of the D he there. Did, he didn't check. I'm not being critical, but yeah. you know you have to check and pick your spot, and he didn't do that. That was now, a very Pal- disappointing. Poor wide. kick out from Palatine, and I'm saying Pat O'Flynn is losing the school over that. I'm looking at him on the sideline here. Craig Kearney has intercounty experience. You just can't kick out a ball like that, Bernard. No, and in fairness, most of his kickouts have been excellent here now today, so he'll be very disappointed by his own standards with that print. He certainly will. Here comes Keen Lawler on the far side. Plenty of pace. Gets it in as far as Paddy Regan. Lawler set this one up. Now coming round was Conor Brennan. He just let it fly. But here's a chance for Tin Ryland now. He missed a minute ago. Conor O'Toole. Did he miss this time? He didn't take his point. He went for a goal. And the referee has given a free out to Palatine. We have three players injured outside the D. But it was a wrong choice taken there. 
and it was a case of panic from Tin Ryland to try and go. There's a collision out here. We've a few players injured, so we will be held up for a moment or two, Bernard. But Tin Ryland inaccurate, but Paul Broderick did great work on the first move. And in fairness to Connor, he had a bad wide at the end of it. He got possession that time. He had a chance of taking a point. He went for a goal, but there was a wall of Palatine defenders in front of him. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't getting through in fairness in that one, but he'd be very disappointed on the effort before that from the centre of the D. It was a very scorable uh, chance, but as you said, he had to check. Um, I think they're looking for no. so, a couple of subs, Brent. Yeah, there'll be a few subs. I'll just have a chat with Gerard Eiler. Gerard, great day. May I compliment you on the match day programme? I know you're in as PRO because no matter what kind of a programme people do, people have opinions. But for me, it's glossy, it's good, and it was great to remember all the great people that sadly we lost during the year. But uh, we're at the pinnacle of the Carlo Championship now, and the Leinster Championship RTE cameras coming here in three weeks' time. So it's good for Carlo football and Wicklow local derby. Yeah. Uh, what have you made of it all so far today? Uh, well, it's a bit disappointing, like it's a bit one-sided. Uh, we were still waiting for Tyne Ireland to come out of their shell. Uh, Palatine is torn into the game and they're getting the scores. So I, I just think uh, Tyne Ireland really need to go to Plan B at this stage. To, they're eight points behind. Something has to change. They, can't, they won't continue. Uh, they won't win the game to continue to play the way they are. Uh, to have it in them, they have more than they're showing. Um, but they just have to change the, the tactic and change their style a little bit. Would it be fair to say, Pan have caught them at their own game? Well, Even I if Pal are going forward, they're getting the goals. driving forward at, at speed, and you can't beat that. And they're getting the scores. They're going. They're going for shots. Going for for scores. Like if you don't shoot, you won't score. Like and I mean, that's one of the problems with Tyrone, as far as I can see. Yeah, we have a few uh, injuries here at the moment. It looks like uh, Stephen Rayley is getting a bit of treatment at the moment. Yeah, thankfully, there was, uh, thankfully everyone's all right at the same time. Like uh, Shane Redmond is injured as well. Yeah, it's sad to see anyone going off, especially in the county final. I think that's Shane. Um, I'll check it now in a moment. But we have a few injuries yeah. here now. So a few running for but anyway, Ger, congratulations on the day. There's a huge crowd here. It's yeah, great for Carlisle. Yeah. And, and St Mullins winning earlier on yeah. uh, a dual club as well, winning the winning the junior. Yeah, fair play to St Mullins. They're after winning two championships in a row. They're up to junior A next year. Um, they have a fine team of, of what is essentially a team of senior hurlers and who are very fit and very strong players. You know, and of course they're uh, here on the first. Congratulations to Aske. I think I have to give tribute to Aske for the great work they've done at underage to bring through a lot of young players. And to um, bring them up, a young team, right up to um, the Junior A final, uh, Junior B final, sorry, and fair play to the mentors in the Asket Club. Uh, a few years ago they were struggling and now they've put together um, a very strong underage structure and uh, the, their system is great and it's bringing through some great players. And well done to Asket for getting to the final and well done to St. Mullins winning their second challenge in a row. Okay, Joe, we'll have a chat with you later on. The running repairs are finished here in Netwatch Cullen Park. The referee starts the game again. Tin Ryleman limps out of the action there, Bernard. That looks a, a serious enough injury and it is a, a number... Uh, is Conor... It's a, no, it's not Conor O'Doherty. It was the Palman went off there with Stephen Riley. So He's it's gone in there, I think. 29, is it? 29, 29 is has gone in, Pal, sorry. Yeah. Conor, Conor O'Doherty has gone in for Pal. Yeah, that's okay. Conor O'Doherty has gone in for Palatine. I'm not quite sure who's gone in for Tin Ryland. And we'll check that for you in a moment. Here come Palatine, Connor Crowley, the number 15. Oh, lovely run. Here comes Kieran Moran. Kieran Moran, he got a push in the back there. Danny Moran, his namesake, takes it off the goal line. He gets a jersey pull. Referee spotted that. It's going to be a free out. Bernard. Free out? Free out, Brendan, yeah. It's a long way to go now, Brendan. 12 minutes gone in the second half there. Palatine at the minute with 2 5 on the board. And Ryan with 3 points. And again, as Jer said there, just talking to you, Brendan, like. They need to go for plan B or plan C at this stage because the system that's in Ryland are uh, 
using from the start it's not working Brendan and to be in a county final and get three points so far like even the fans are they're getting a little bit unsettled Brendan it's very very disappointing to get to a county final and just contribute three scores at this stage of the game and only two of them from play here come Tin Rylance the man that went off injured was Connor Brennan he sits on the dugout gets a bit of treatment that's a push in the back and Pal get or Tin Ryland get the free in this game brought to you with thanks to Dan Morrissey and co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam see danmorrisseyandco.com 2-5 to Palatine 3 points to Tin Ryland Bernard we're already into the 12th minute of the second half yeah but that's what, that's I'm what I'm saying the clock, could, the clock could catch up on them yeah but a return Brennan like everyone is, was expecting this from the start but you have to kick the ball over the bar into the back of the net to win games and this is very very disappointing to be honest with you well here's the free for Dermot Walsh he scored two already for Tin Ryland can he get his third there's a breeze favouring them at the moment it's not significant hits that ball and it's just not going Tin Ryland's way and that ball has gone to the right and wide and I know what Tin Ryland supporters are saying now and you can't take any from Dermot Walsh as a quality player why didn't Paul Broderick take that this is what they'll be saying as well yeah, that's, that's, that's their fifth wide there Brendan yeah. and the only forward to score was Morris Lawler so far from play for Tin Ryland he unfortunately made way for uh, Paul Broderick so there's no contribution whatsoever from the Tin Ryland forwards at the minute uh, Brendan which is a worry Palatine on the attack Brent. Palatine on the attack the man in possession is Gavin Healy gets it as far as Jack Brennan Jack Brennan with the hand pass into Conor Crowley he looks at the post sends it in from the 20 metre line oh a what a score. score Conor Crowley Palatine could be heading to their 6th county title the way they're playing at the moment 2-6 for Palatine 3 points for Tin Ryland 12 points to 3 the Pal men now lead by 9 Bernard yeah in fairness there Jonah Dunn is picking up uh, Conor Crowley and Jonah would be very very good but you know, Conor Crowley just showing what he's made of there and a fantastic score. Brian McMahon, left peg, good block down Tin Ryland, but it falls to Joshua Egan at full forward. Turning, striking, falls a little bit. Week is kept back in play. Tin Ryland have to deal with it. They have dealt with it, to be fair. Now, can they get something and turn defence into attack? They didn't go from plan B yet. Maybe they are. Is this plan C? They're going looking for scores. Here they go now, Tin Ryland. Legging it down the field is Cormac O'Brien, wearing 27. He came on a few moments ago for the injured Conor Brennan. Cormac O'Brien sends the ball in around the full forward line. Paul Broderick goes for an absolute monster from out under the stand. And that is gone. 45. It's a 45. It's a 45, it was a hit and hope ball and you know what, 9 times out of 10, Broderick puts it over, he was on the 45 and in saying that, if it was anyone else kicked it, you said it's a bit of a Hail Mary but it could have went anywhere when it landed in on the edge of the line, it yeah, was deflected out for a 45. He, he definitely would have the distance from experience and again, uh, Dermot Walsh has just taken this 45 so we'll see what happens but is it too little too late Brendan for Tin Riley well, like it's, it's, it's a long way to climb at this stage 2-6 to 3 points it all count he has to take the 45 off the ground into the O'Hanrahan's end I have to say O'Hanrahan's today not the Dublin Road but there's a proud O'Hanrahan's man on analysis with us today good evening to everyone from the O'Hanrahan's Let's see the data. A lot of Martin Dugan family in Baltic glasses. The ball is kicked in. No, that's... Whoa! Oh, it's back, back in the, the back net. of the net. Is that the lifesaver, Brendan? Is that the turning point or a lifesaver for Tim Ryland? The it's flag is gone up. to the back of the net. 
So a 45 for Dermot Welsh there, and I don't know what happened. He, he didn't strike it that well, Brennan. No, it dropped. It hopped about two metres before but the it post. To, it went to the goalie's yeah. left-hand side. Well, if it was cricket and it was a ball, they called him a Yorker. Two metres before the wicket. Well, that's what that was. It was a Yorker. Dermot Walsh well, with that's, the that's goal. bringing it back to one, or, uh, six points in the difference now, Brennan. That could be the wake-up call. 2-6 to Palatine. 1-3 to Tin Ryland. 15 minutes gone in the second half. But Bernard Tin Ryland needed that badly. Oh, 100% there. Look, at something similar happened last week again Mount Leinster Rangers they got a very a goal in the second half around the same time Brendan and the spurred on so this might be what they need to drive on Brian McMahon nice hand pass from Brian McMahon he's a man outside here he played a link man in the middle the man outside here is the joint captain Jason Kane Jason Kane took the ball from Jack Brennan Jason fancies his chances off the left right peg drops it in the keeper and Tin Ryland Gaffney has it he's foul coming out with the ball ball is nearly taken from Danny Morton but I spotted a foul on the keeper it is a free out well spotted Jonathan Murphy to St Mullins referee incidentally St Mullins will play in the Leinster Championship here against Ferns on the 13th of November that game is the 13th of November it's fixed and the winners here today will play the Wicklow Champions on Saturday the 22nd at 7.30 here at Netwatch Cullen Park and the Leinster Football Championship live on television but it will be live on KCLR 96 FM as all of the county matches and club matches have been hurling at football through 2022 and back over the last number of years and full credit to all our sales team our engineers, our chief executive and our head of sport at KCLR 96 FM as Tin Ryland come forward 2-6 to Palatine 1-3 to Tin Ryland 17 minutes on the clock here goes Dermot Walsh from the middle of the park that's a great Sends score Brendan that's 1-1 one, one without replay and Walsh he got the message from Joe the father I lifted the cup in 81 come on lads and lift that cup today Shane Redmond will lift it if Tin Ryland win Jason Kane and Jack Brennan will lift it if Palatine win but Tin Ryland have now put plan B into action Bernard Horahan and they're back in this game big time 2-6 to Palatine 1-4 to Tin Ryland dare I say a draw they drew in 1950 Tin Ryland won the replay there'll be no replay today extra time and penalties as the kick out comes from Craig Carney fine kick out to the middle of the park it was gathered by Kane but he didn't hang on to it and Tin Ryland have it losing his footing he was unfortunate Cormac Walsh he was really unfortunate David Reid has it he's going to get the free you've got the feel for young Walsh Cormac he had oh there's someone in trouble here did he go up with the head Brent? there's someone in trouble here I think he brought the head up when he came up with the if ball if he did Stephen O'Mara's in and he's losing the head David Reid could be in trouble here he could be in trouble if he used his head he's gone yes, it's a red card yep. it's a red card a foolish, foolish thing to do. A foolish thing to do. He's team in control in a county final and you get involved like that. He'll be disappointed. He'll be disappointed. Yeah, he come up off but the ground. But you can't do he, that, Bernard. Yeah, he come up off the ground with the head saw. You can't do that, Brendan is correct. So a straight red. David Reid has got the red card. So there's 18 minutes. Stephen Riley is back on the field. The replacement for Stephen, the blood replacement comes back to the bench that's the man wearing number 29 Conor O'Doherty Stephen Riley. he looks like Rambo out there at the moment but he plays like Rambo at times he's going back in now Brennan there it goes believe it or not it's ironic he wants Stephen Riley, but no disrespect to young Doherty but he's a seasoned campaigner and a good full back but when he was off the field Tim Ryland got the scores they did indeed yeah but here come Tin Ryland. it's 2-6 now to Palatine that's a total of 12 points it's 1-4 to Tin Ryland the seven points are still five in it Bert and Ryland needs six points to win the match or to lead the match here they go they're playing with plan B or now they're going to plan C Bernard you I mentioned know, I don't, I don't know what plan it is but it definitely <laughs> there was definitely a big improvement they got their backs up Brendan because 
look, they had to do something in fairness because it was disastrous. They had run three points for a long time, and it just. It's a county final, Brian. You only get one chance at this, so you have to go at them. You certainly have. Here they come. They're having a, giving it a go now. He was unfortunate a few minutes ago, Cormac Walsh, but he's done well this time. Sends the ball across to Niall Lowry. Niall Lowry. Over the field it goes. Back out towards... It's a Palantine warming up Cormac two Walsh subs again. there as yeah, well, Brian. Yeah, warming up two subs indeed. 25 and 29 are warming up well. 29 has already been in. Conor O'Darty. 25 is Tomás Kenny. He's plenty of experience. Here come Tin Ryland. Can they get the score? Cormac O'Brien and Tin Ryland are starting to get their scores. Ah, and there's score. blue and white flags starting to appear in Netwatch Cullen Park. This is turning in to a good county final now. 2-6 to Palatine. 1-5 to Tin Ryland. It's a four-point game, Bernard Horahan. Yeah, well, look, Brendan, it was uh, 40 minutes was nearly gone there, so he had to go to plan B because it wasn't working, but as I said, they're very systematic, they're very patient, so the Ryland fans, are, they're happier now than they were 10 minutes ago, Brent. Conor O'Doherty is on the field, ball's out on the far side, Tin Ryland crowd emerging on their team. Can they do what they did in the semi-final? Come back from the dead, they didn't score at half-time, but it's the way they play, we did tell you that, so it's no surprise. Here they go again, Conor O'Toole, it's all Tin Ryland, Dermot Walsh. Dermot Walsh off the left peg. It hangs up and up in the air. Dermot Walsh oh, has come over the bar as well. Tin Rylander back in this big time. Tin Rylander back in it big time. Walsh gets another one. It's 2-6 to 1-6. It's a three-point ball game now here in Netwatch Cullen Park. And now Bernard Horan, you're going to have the best 10 minutes of football for two teams from the same parish. They're on their feet here, Brendan. Some of them on the seats as well. So Tin Ryland are really, really feeling it here now, Brendan. I'm looking at the president, Joe Gorman, the former Carlo Great. He's exciting now. He was worried looking in the first half, but they're well in it. Pal have the ball. Pal are down to 14 men. Can Palatine battle and battle and battle? Tin Ryland are well back in the game. Here comes Kieran Morn. A man that will steady the ship. He was away, I think, in Abu Dhabi for a while or out that side of the world anyway. Wherever he was, he's back home now. He's here and he's playing for Pal and he's doing well. He scored earlier on. Connor Crowley scored in the second half too. Shane O'Neill has scored two in the first half. He's in possession, gets it to Crowley. Lovely turn of foot from Crowley. Needs to use this ball well. He's outside the 45. Palatine attacking the Oak Park Road end of Netwatch Cullen Park. Crossfield ball to Jason Kane. Yeah, Jason Kane is going to Ryland, give it to Stephen Riley. Tim Riley just need to push up on him and don't be giving him the space like they did, Brent. Pal are going to try and grind it down a little bit as well. The clock says 21 minutes and 36 seconds, but we should have two or three minutes of added time at the end of this one. We had a few running repairs. Connor Brennan unfortunately picked up an injury, as did Stephen Riley. But they're back in play here. Shane O'Neill dinks one into the full forward line. Lovely possession from Jamie Kenny. Got the goal back to O'Neill. He has a bit of space, doesn't take it. Looks to the post. He was shadowed all the way by Niall Lowry. Good defending by Young Lowry. Back come Palatine around the corner. Jamie Kenny. Jamie Kenny. We're now live in both Carlo and Kilkenny for the moment here because Dixborough game is finished in Kilkenny. So we're on the full frequency now. You can spread the word to your friends and relations. Robbie Dowling is driving the ship along with Martin Bridgeman as Palatine come forward. Jason Kane right over to the corner. Joshua Egan, great point in the first half. Lays it off to Kenny. That's a foul on the 20 metre line. And that could be another turning point. In this, the second half of the Michaeling Motors Hyundai Carlos Senior Football Championship. Free in. He knew he, he made a mistake there. He, he he tripped him going through there. In fairness to Danny, he put his hands up there and acknowledged it. So this might settle Palantine a little bit because definitely uh, Tin Ryland definitely having the purple patch here the last oh. seven or eight minutes, Brent. Well, it's uh, going to be a free in for Palatine. A free in from 
the 45 results in Kilkenny but we're waiting for that Ballyhale Shamrocks 127 big win over Clara Clara 15 points that was a quarter final and of course in the semi-final James Stevens defeated Dixborough by 218 to 118 so revenge for the winner yesterday as O'Neill sends the ball in and over the bar it's another score for Palatine it's another score for Palatine so commiserations to our good friend Michael Walsh over Dixborough this year you'll still be in the county final Mickey you'll be on the radio 2-7 Palatine 1-6 to Tin Ryland 2-7 is a total of 13 points to 9 Pal lead by 4 the clock says we got 6.5 minutes remaining here in Netwatch Cullen Park in the Carlow Senior Football Final as Tin Ryland's Jonah Dunn makes way down the field challenged by Jamie Kenny the referee says illegally it's going to be a free Tin Ryland from the middle of the park they're playing into the Dublin Ronin goal they have their dander up burner they have scoring potential they have on the big hitters they're in there Keen Lawler Paul Broderick Cormac O'Brien John Murphy he's going to finish with his strongest team and yeah. they're going looking for scores because they need them and there's Jonah Dunn now attacking that's what we want to see from him at the start but unfortunately he was harnessed Mark and Crowley now defending Palatine and they are solid there in defence yeah the referee's having a great game too Jonathan Murphy he does the simple things he gets all the big calls right yeah I know Paddy McEnany said one time 2% of decisions by referees are what they remember for when they get them wrong but 98% of the time they get them right Jonathan is one of those 98, 99% man and fairness there he's well up with the play there to Bre- today Bre- he's, he's, experienced doing, he's doing a great job doing well he doesn't get involved he just does the simple thing here come Pal 2-7 Palatine 1-6 Tin Ryland 25 minutes on the clock now out comes Connor the horse Lawler he's running down the field like a thunderbolt a little bit too strong for Crowley but he does well Connor Crowley he's flying Connor Crowley sells a dummy beautiful ball as far as Finbar Kavanagh Finbar Kavanagh oh he tried to get it back to Connor Lawler and here come Tin Ryland on the counter attack there could be a score the far end of the field play is broken down for Palatine Broderick out around the middle of the park he's coming forward someone lunged at him it was the wing half back here on he's still going he's still going Paul Broderick outside the 20 Broderick didn't go over himself sends it back to Walsh who sends it in oh it's a bad wide it's a bad wide there's a change coming here 24 is coming in 24 is coming in that's Mark Mullen Mark Mullen is coming in son of Bernard Mullen a man from County Westmead his mother Marguerite Byrne a sister of the Scrappers and Tony was a man we know played great county finals when he was playing with Greg Cullen back in the day Scrapper emigrated to Tin Ryland he played a bit with them out there but this man is the nephew and he's coming in a fine young footballer Mark Mullen his dad Bernard very much involved with the club and with the Carlon District Soccer League also 2-7 Palatine 1-6 to Tin Ryland Bernard there's four and a half minutes left four and, and I make minutes. that 2-7 yeah. is 13 to 9 that's four points it's a two score game 100% Jen it's interesting there Stephen O'Mara is telling his goalie to get up to the midfield to have an extra man of course an extra man up the middle he's telling him to push on push on here come Tin Ryland so this is going to go to the wire obviously there's an urgency there's an urgency there has to be from Tin Ryland the ball's across towards Conor McGrath he has space is he going to go for it he's trying to get it as far as Walsh back to the goalkeeper Cahill Gaffney the Walsh is Dermot because there's two of them there so sorry about that I like to call the Christian names Niall Lowry Niall Lowry has it he plays it back to Paul Broderick Broderick outside to 45 he's not going to kick it from there he's going to use it and he brings Jonah Dunn into action Tin Ryland on the attack this Palatine still lead by 4 points it's 2-7 to 1-6 here in the Michaeling Motors Hyundai Carlos Senior County Football Final now the goalkeeper can he be a man that'll get a score Cahill Gaffney gives it out to the left hand side racing down that side is Niall Lowry he'd have the confidence to go for it sends it back in field to the big man running forward John Murphy scored in the semi-final can the score here great defence Palatine they got the hand in they have the ball and they have the free out and Pal are on their feet 
They're on their feet, the supporters. Every man inside their 45 defending there, Brendan. That was very, very good. That was top drawer defending from Palatine. Yeah, they were very patient there, in fairness, just waiting for Tin Ryland to put the ball up in the air to hand pass it and uh, just getting back uh, possession. So a long ball out to the middle. Connor Crowley into the bread basket. Has an advantage here. It's a free shot here. Oh, look at Stephen Riley where he is. Stephen went up on the right-hand side. Goalkeeper is chasing him. There's no goalie back. There's only one man back for Tin Ryland. There's a man screaming for the ball in the middle for Pal. That is Tomas Kenny. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. And all they had to do was keep possession. They panicked. They panicked. Now, Bernard, the only thing can save Pal... And well, they don't make it safe, and they're in control as such. But it is a two-score game. If it was three points, it can be a draw. When you're two scores up, it's hard to draw. Pal are bringing in a sub. Number 30, Andrew Kyo, home from the United States of America. Can he win it? It's his mother's birthday today. Andrew comes in wearing number 30. Andrew Kyo. He lives up above Ducats Grove there, famous part of County Carla that Freddie Mercury once had an interest in. So there we are. 28 as well, Brent, for Pal. 28 coming in on the Pal team is Killian Duff. His dad, Bernard, is great underage work with Palatine over the years. Brian McMahon is making way for him. Brian McMahon is coming out. Brian, another young man. They have a lot of good young players. So Andrew Kyo is in 30. Conor O'Doherty is in there as well. And Killian Duff. Conor is on a while. Killian Duff is in. Well done to Brian McMahon. He's had a great campaign for such a young man. Former Knockback College student. Ball comes downfield. 2-7 to Palatine. 1-6 to Tin Ryland. Tin Ryland with nine points in the board. Palatine with 13. One and a half minutes remaining of normal time. There's a bit of old skullduggery going on here on this side of the park. The linesman is looking at that. He has to put the flag up for that burner. That's disgraceful. He has to put the flag up for that. A little bit of argy-bargy with them. The linesman is not only there. I'm on about this all the time. He's not there to lift the flag for line balls. He has to tell the referee what he's witnessed. He has to. Now he's going out, in fairness to him. He has to. You have to do what's fair. There's a Tin Ryland man in trouble here. I didn't see what happened on the far side. He's having a chat with Niall Lowry. Yeah, he's calling him over. I'd say it'll be just a call. Two, two yellows. But you, yeah, yeah, but you can't let it go. It's a, it's a game of football. It's not... What do they call that other thing? <laughs> WWF or whatever they call it. Five minutes of added time. Could be enough to <laughs> save Tin Ryland. It could be enough. Five minutes. Five minutes. It's interesting there, Brendan. Cotton Gaffney, the goal, he's actually playing as a midfielder. Yeah, the referee and is having a word with Tin Ryland player here. And the last kick out Mark that we Mullen. had. Mark Mullen. Mark has got a yellow card for his troubles. But Shane Redmond is just standing around the goal. He actually kicked the last ball out as well, Brendan, which is unusual. So Pal, Pal have the free. Play continues. Keeper is there. There's a free here. I think he's got, is he stopping play? He's stopping play for an injury burner. It's gone a bit scrappy. Now the Pal, this is what you see. The Pal kids are getting ready to invade the field. But this game is far from over. There's no, five no. minutes of added time. And we're now six seconds gone over the half hour in the second half. Again, a huge thank you to Dan Morrissey and co. In a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products and roof tiles and macadam. See danmorrisseyandco.com for their kind sponsorship of all our games here in Carlow. And... Uh, I did give you the date of the 22nd, uh, Saturday the 22nd. Either Tin Ryland or Pal will play the Wicklow champions here. And the newly crowned Talbot Hotel Intermediate Football Champions, Fenna, will play the Wicklow winners in Netwatch Cullen Park on the same weekend of October, 22nd or 23rd. Well done to Fenna. They were magnificent last night. And the winners of the game will play either Wexford or Leash, which is the heat in the next round if Fenna are to win there. In the junior football, 
Well, the winners between Clonmore and Lachlan Bridge, they'll play the Longford winners on that same weekend. So it's going to be busy times ahead. The ball's back in play here in Netwatch Cullen Park. 2-7 pal, 1-6 Tin Ryland. One minute of the five is played. Here come Tin Ryland. They need scores and they need them quickly. They're trailing, they're trailing by four points. Carried by Conor McGrath, getting it down as far as Cormac O'Brien. Cormac O'Brien gets it to Mark Mullen. Sends it in, dangerous ball there out of the square. Oh, it's the back of the goal. It. Shane Redmond has it's got the, the goal. Shane Redmond has got the goal. Shane Redmond has got the goal. There's a man after being planted here in the middle of the park. Unbelievable stuff, Brendan. Unbelievable. Shane Redmond has got it. I think he got the final touch. There's a little bit of argy bargy developing, but why wouldn't their tensions are high now? I said it would go to the wire. It's 2 7 to 2 6. Palatine lead by one. Tin Ryland have done it again, Bernard. Two this is game. unbelievable, Brendan. Now, the ref- now hold on. The referee is going into the umpires. The referee is going in. The green flag went up. The green flag went up, The Brennan. green flag went up, so the goal's been given. It's on the scoreboard. Craig but the, um- the umpires down. and referee are now having a chat. So, what is going to happen here? Craig Kearney is injured. The referee and umpire having a chat, but I think Tin Ryland. I think they're going to stick with the call. They have to show the green flag went up. He yeah. would have, have cancelled it out so straight away. Craig Garney just hurt himself there. He's back on his feet there. So the referee is saying continue play. So it it might have been O'Toole got the finish. I thought Shane Redmond got a hand on it, but one word the other burner, it's a goal. Yeah, it's a goal for Tin Ryland. And again, the linesman just called the referee there. Yeah, Stephen Riley has been booked now. And Keane Lawler, the two of them are having a go at one another there a minute ago. Bit of bargy, bargy. Bargy, bargy. This is critical time now, Brennan. Uh, Tin Ryland definitely need to win this kick Two out. yellows for the lads. It's hard to know whether Keane got it, but I think they did. The two of them got yellows. Tin Ryland win this kick out and send it over. It's about a minute and a half left, Brennan. They said a draw, extra time and penalties to everybody this morning. I mightn't be too far wrong. But here's Ryland the need to oh, win this. That's a Palatine. sloppy one, and the Tin Ryland fans are delighted. The ball has gone out over the line, Brent. Craig Kearney has given a terrible ball away. Pal have controlled this match, and Tin Ryland are back into it now. Well, controlled it on the scoreboard for a long period of time. The horse Lawler Connor is bottled up. Going to be Steph, a free in. in. This will be a big one for Broderick now, Brent. Going to be a free in. There's more argy-bargy off the ball. Players have got to be careful. If Broderick lands this from his hand on the 13-metre line, he holds the ball with one hand. He holds the ball with one hand. If Paul Broderick scores this, we are level. There's a change on the Palatine team. Joshua Egan is out. Cahill O'Neill is in. Cahill wears number 22. Drama, drama, drama in this Carlo Senior Football Hyundai County Final. He's putting it on the deck. He's off the anyone listening in England. He's on the carpet, mate. He's, he's kicking this from the carpet. He's this, on the grass. This is a massive kick, probably the biggest one in his career, Brendan, for Tim Ryland. Paul Broderick. If any man in the country can kick it, this man can. He's a Johnny Sexton of Gaelic football. Here he goes. Broderick. 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 Oh, it's wide. It's a wide ball. They weren't sure the umpires were oh, looking at in each fairness, other. they were in a great position. They were in a great position and no one remonstrated. So the ball is definitely wide. Our Palatine going to hang on. There's 45 seconds left on the clock. Craig Kearney. He's in no rush. He might be better off kicking this ball. The referee is telling him, come on. As far as he can. There's 40 seconds left. There's less. There's 30 seconds left. They're going long into the middle, Brent. This is palpitation territory. Ball breaks. Pal have it. Still have have it. it. Paul O'Neill runs onto it. Pulls on it. Down the ground, Gaffney wins it, the goalkeeper. Last chance saloon, that's going to be that's a free it, out to Tin Ryland. The clock ticks into the 35th minute in 20 seconds' time. A heavy challenge there, they're going to try and move the ball quickly. 
There's going to be a quick free taken here. This is like a race for racehorses in relation to Tin Ryland's performance. <laughs> Are they going to time the finish post like Mickey Joe Canan used to do for Dermot Weld and Co. and come from behind to win it or Tommy Tracy on Theatre World in the champion in the in the in the champion hurdle, I should say. <laughs> the Carlo man, Jimmy's father's umpire, he used to come from way off the pace to come second this to Brack three times in a row. This is what Tin Ryland they're doing. They're timing pa- pa- the finish. But Pal are still in the lead. They're, they're inviting sit- them on. They're it's two back. seven to Talatine, two six to Tin Ryland. We're gone over the five minutes. There'll be more time at it. It's at the discretion of Jonathan Murphy, our match referee now. Here we are. Palatine, six years since they won the title. They're coming. Tin Ryland now trying to get the equalising score. Cormac Walsh gets it over to the man ring 12. Conor McGrath back out to Dermot Walsh. Can they get a score? They'll have time to get a score. They've kept possession all day. Can they keep it now? They need a point to bring us to extra time in Netwatch Cullen Park. Down the field they come. Jonah Dunn, can he be the hero? He's bottled up in the corner on that far side. Pal have stood him up. Four, t- Pal, Four Pal have the ball. Palatine could be about to lift the title. Palatine have it. Palatine have to free out as well and Pal have lifted the siege of Tin Ryland had enough time to get a score there but there was a lot of passing to keep possession Palatine are leading by one point 2-7 to 2-6 it went to a replay in 1950 will it go to a extra time today and penalties Pal with the again. short kick out Jonathan Murphy looks at his watch here come Pal they can't get caught in pace Gets it to Connor the horse Lawler. He'd run from here to Tullahern now if he got a chance. He knocks it back across as far as Connor O'Doherty. O'Doherty over the head. 14 man Palatine. Can this suffice? The man in possession is wearing seven. Kieran Moran gets it across to their star man at corner forward, Connor Crowley. Palatine wear down the clock. It's all about ball retention. Playing Tin Riley at their own game. Connor the horse Lawler boots the ball back. He's nearly sent it to the long mile in Palatine. It's with him on the far side with Finbar Kavanagh. Finbar Kavanagh has it. The referee still hasn't blown the whistle. We're going to the 37th minute of out of time. 37 minutes. Palatine are playing back towards their own goal to keep possession. And the ball is back across. There's murder in the middle of the field, but the ball is here. The referee blows. Is he given a free? Play continues. Pal off the ball. He watched that Keen Lawler is throwing himself around like Barry McGuigan on the far side. But the referee is watching the ball here. Crowley They're coming out the of corner. Connor Crowley. He's been outstanding, this young man. Connor Crowley. He's That's brought down the free yeah. in a Palatine. Are going to win the county final. This man has been outstanding for Palatine. He's been brilliant for Carlo. And there's someone going to get their marching orders here. I do believe. It was like the National Arena yeah, and the South Circle of the Road. He was, he was poking hard there. There was a few pucks to the left and a few to the right. I'm not quite sure what Keane done. He was involved with one or two. His first cousin is on the other team as well. I hope it's only yellow. Yeah, it it's a red card. Yeah, He's gone. He's gone. He's gone, Keane Lawler. Close fist, Brent. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. 14 men apiece here on the field of play. Bernard, two minutes, five minutes of out of time has become eight minutes of out of time. But in fairness to Jonathan, the last kick. it's at the discretion of the referee. It's at the ref- discretion of the referee. Well, in fairness to Ryland, they can't give out, Brent. They had their chances when they went down. Palatine were persistent in defence. Here he is, Conor Crowley. Sends it over the bar. Is that to be the nail in the coffin? He's been outstanding, Conor Crowley. He's been brilliant. Jonathan Murphy... The St Mullins referee tells Cahill Gaffney to put the ball down. No, Bernard, it's a two-point lead and it's a dangerous lead. The boiler whistle goes and Palatine have broke in Ryland Hearts. The pitch has been invaded with the red and green of Palatine. 
Tin Ryland will look back and say, we were too cautious in the first half. Palatine went for it. They went for it. They had a great first half. They led by two, four to three points. And they went for it in the second half, but so did Tin Ryland. But they had enough on the scoreboard. And the man from Muckalee, Pat O'Flynn, has led, to, led Palatine to a county title. They've lifted another title. Shane O'Neill, the top scorer in Carlow. He finished the championship with 26, but Bernard Horahan. That was a game and a half, and in particular the second half. You'd have to feel sorry for Tin Ryland as a club. It's been an absolute famine out there. They have great players over the years. It hasn't happened. But you've got to credit Palatine and Pat O'Flynn. From the off, they went for it. Yeah, 110%. Look, I suppose Palatine only clocked four points there in the second half, Brennan, when Tin Ryland clocked 1 3. They had their purple patch, Tin Ryland. They almost got back in there, Brennan. And, you know, at the end of the day, Palatine. Five of the forwards I have down here scored out of the six, Brendan. Where the opposition, Tin Ryland, only one forward scored and he was taken off Morris Lawler early there at half time. So, look, credit to Palatine. There were the favourites coming in slightly, but Tin Ryland have nothing to be ashamed of in the second half. They gave it everything they possibly could, Brendan, and uh, deserved winners here today, Palatine. Certainly do. They won their first in 1919 to defeat Greg Cullen. The first match, believe it or not, was nil nil. The replay, Pal won it 1 1 to Greg Cullen's two points. They won it in 1920. They came along and won it in 1952 after a replay against Bally Murphy six points to one three then they had a great run uh, Palatine well they hadn't a great run they went a long time from 52 up to uh, 2006 when they lifted 1-9 to, to 11 points over Kildavan Clunny Gall and their last win here was back in 2016 six years ago they defeated the current county champions of 2021 Radville by 2-13 to 12 points they now have six titles 1919, 1920 1952 2006 and 2016 Ryland were looking for their 16th the wait goes on their last was won in 1981 but nobody nobody can take it away from Palatine today Bernard Horahan that's the story of the day yeah they're unbelievable as I said and five of the forwards Brendan scored you know Shane O'Neill was outstanding there in fairness Thomas Sheen took a fantastic penalty um, Jamie Kenny and Conor Crowley in corner forward he caused problems all day for Jonah Dunn and I'd rate jo- Jonah Dunn as one of the up and coming footballers here in Carlow and Conor Crowley gave him no change today yeah, but unanimous. look at the, the decision a couple of ways there Brennan you know Tin Ryland but going in a half time but only three points scored I think that's the rock the Perlish done and when they got their backs up in fairness to them they were driving there at them but it just wasn't enough Brendan and uh, you know to finish on a score of 2-6 to 2-8 in favour of Palatine they're definitely uh, worthy winners here today and we wish them the best of luck in the Leinster Championship Brendan and you were saying it's on RTE there live it is on the television and you know what if it's Balding Glass it's going to be some battle because Pal as the crow flies in Balding Glass so we wish Balding Glass all the very best I'm working with one or two of the same Pats lads but for our own interest here in the Carlow area we class Balding Glass as being in the locality but Palatine are celebrating out there Bernard it's been a great year for them to be fair they have been excellent and unfortunately for Tin Ryland that's the first match they have lost but Pal to be fair only drew, they didn't lose either they drew one they didn't have a 100% record coming through but Tin Ryland gave it one hell of a go but you know Tex coming into us from all over the world I said Stephen O'Mara says he likes to finish with his strongest team you must start with your strongest team if you're going to be nine points down wasn't you? Yeah, well, look, he'd argue, Brendan, actually, you know, he got four scores in the second half. He's got a goal in three points, and then he scored three in the first half. So he, he probably felt that we could see that in Ireland. They did give definitely a better second-half performance. So I suppose at the end of the day, Brent, that's his routine and what he does. But he'll have to go back and learn from this because there has to be a plan B and C, Brendan, if plan A isn't working. They're very systematic. They like to sit back. It worked for them. They went the whole uh, championship unbeaten. So... 
to get to if you taught him at the start of the year you get to the county final I'm sure the Tin Ryland people would have uh, took that now you don't know the lie of the land Dickie Kenny Pad O'Flynn is Muckley and our host today Robbie uh, Robbie Dowling is a, a proud Muckley man and he's going to come in and join us live from Studio One Dickie Kenny Robbie <laughs> welcome to the show Palatine wear green and red so do Muckley and I know Muckley won an All-Ireland back was it 1987 well there we go Palatine have won the county final and Pad O'Flynn the manager good evening Robbie good evening Brendan brilliant commentary there from yourself and Bernard I must say what a game I was tuning in to the Kilkenny semi-final between the village and the borough the village winning that one for anyone listening on our Kilkenny frequency but Brendan I suppose just to kind of you know give our listeners some sort of an insight into what this means for Palatine beating Tin Ryland of course who are close neighbours as well um, did that add an extra bit to them do you think? It would, and, and it, it had had a big bit of Tin Ryland, you know, and the great thing about Carlo, uh, Robbie, it's a very small community, it's a small GA community, all these fellas would have been in school with one another because there are two towns, two uh, areas, two villages that satellite to town, and uh, they'd all come into Carlo to go to school with the exception of one or two lads that would go away to college, they'd be in primary school together, they'd know one another, well you heard me mentioning the connections and the cousins and, you know, they're, they're all the one community they go to the same churches, Tin Ryland, Benekerry you know, the girls play together as the one club, so there would have been a bit of there, but friendly rivalry and I know lads get their dander up and unfortunately we two sendings off but look at it it was a good sporting game but it will mean an awful lot to Palatine because Tin Ryland uh, today were looking for their 16th title they won their first in 1934 I think and their last in 1981 for Palatine they've only won 5 they've now won 6 now they won a senior hurling championship in case the Palatine start texting me but they won their first way back in 1919 and their last win was in 2016 and I was here the day they won in 2006 uh, 1-9 to 11 points Brian Farrell scored a 45 if my memory serves me right and he's stuck it in but the great players that time and Joe Byrne the Scott Kelly Brian who does analysis with us here um, Paul O'Dwyer himself was on that team I believe at left corner back the great club men out there and you know Tin Ryland they're the same they've got terrific people in the club and Stephen came down to do a job with them he's a much travelled uh, manager in Banished Door he nearly got out of jail he played the way his team knows they can play but as we were saying and Bernard will agree with me he'll come in on this one as well Palatine went at it from the start Robbie they had 2-4 on the board at half time to 3 points and I think in any game of football Bernard that's always going to be hard to come back from yeah look it's a massive mountain to climb 7 points in the county final you know and as I said Tin Ryland will be probably disagree with us but that's the system that got them to the county final so they're probably happy to stick with that but you know I would have seen Carlo kind of playing a similar game in the National League we got promotion to Division 4 a couple of years ago but you know when you go behind there has to be a plan B and a plan C and um, in fairness his plan B worked to a certain extent it did in the second half but was it too little too late well uh, they were unfortunate great Palatine defending deprived them Robbie of the last score because they worked the ball down the field got it into the corner Pal got everybody back someone got the hand in and won the ball and if Tin Ryland had got that they had them brought to extra time and one would never know what had happened yeah, and what do you think, guys, in terms of, I mean, Tin Ryland, it was very defensive all year. If they had it got over the line, obviously, it doesn't matter how you win. But is there a sort of emptiness when you lose in that way, particularly when we see what happened in the second half? When they started to play football, they obviously um, caused Palatine a lot of problems. Is there a feeling of what might have been after you lose a final so close, particularly when you were so defensive in the first half, like I say? The only thing I'd say to you is that, like, there's 60 or 70 minutes there in the game, and uh, Tin Ryland only played for 15 to be honest so the other 45 they stuck structurally to what they were being trained all year and everything like that so there's twos and fours for it if they had a one today people would say well the system worked you know they lost by two points so there probably is a little bit of emptiness that people will say well they should have done this and should have done that but again if you go back to the start of the year Robbie and you told the Tin Ryland people that you'd be in a county final 
that say right use the system so there's argues to and against it in and, fairness. And, and the <laughs> other thing as well away from Stephen's system to look back at this as well and to go back to 2011 they lost out to Old Lachlan by a point on that occasion they lost out by two points today and they played 15 against 15 that day so they're just unfortunate that's their last appearance in recent times in, in a final so they'll be heartbroken as I said Robbie there's great people out there there's great people in all GA clubs they have a great tradition in Tin Ryland you know we we talk about 44 and Carlo Pini wheeling a famous Tin Ryland and the great characters out there back in the day the great Kevin Jordan Tom Dial uh, all these people and we mentioned Joe Gormuth today the president one of Carlo's finest uh, players the late great Brendan Hayden was a great Tin Ryland man they'll hurt for a while but I think what it will do uh, people will be sorry for the likes of Shane Redmond a gentleman on and off the field but the great thing about these two teams today coming from the area there's a lot of very good young men involved and you know a lot of clubs around the country keep players too long and Pat Ryan of Radfilly was really one of the first men to come into Carlow and give the younger players a chance and he got great success with Radfilly they were unlucky when he kick of a ball that they're not here today so positively going forward for Tin Ryland they've lots of great young players and Palatine certainly have a lot of young players Palatine listed 39 players on the match programme today Tin Ryland listed 29 players on the match day programme and Bernard that says a lot doesn't it yeah especially for clubs that are on the outskirts of the town there you know you'd be expecting the town teams to be listing those number of players but they're growing in strength out there and all I have to do is go into both clubhouses and see the progression they're making there's always kids in the field in both grades and both girls and boys and look it's great to see that so they're really they've got their, their clubs together over the last couple of years um, they're working very hard both committees are working very hard out there and uh, look they got their award today both of them were in the county final but unfortunately Brennan as all games you have to have one winner you certainly do there's no one wants to come forward for the cup yet there's still uh, celebrations out there Robbie but I'm sure Paddo will be a legend in Mukalina Will he? <laughs> Certainly so I could imagine yeah but look a brilliant brilliant victory anyway. just just lads to reflect on the Carlo football season as a whole because the last couple of years I mean Aerog and Rafili last year they've been very dominant but this has been one of the most entertaining and enjoyable um Carlo football seasons for a while really hasn't it yeah, well, uh, Tin Ryland did beat Airog in the, in the league format. The Ron Beaton coming to today's final. It has, it has been interesting. And Palatine started off with a huge win over Mount Leinster Rangers. But they were short a lot of players that night, Rangers. We were on about that for a while. They had a big, big win in the, in the second game over Radville. They scored 4 11 that night, uh, Palatine. They blew Radville away. I think Radville finished with a 1 7 or 1 8 on that occasion. And uh, in round three, Palatine drew with Old Lachlan. And Old Lachlan sufficed, I think, this weekend also uh, in the relegation. So, you know, that's the only game that they didn't win but they didn't lose it either and on the other side of things uh, Tin Ryland defeated Airog 12 points to 1-8 they got out by a point on that occasion and, Tin- and Airog had a chance to level that match there was a free missed at the end of it as well uh, and in relation to the other games in that group if my memory serves me right Bagnastown Gales lost by 3 points to Tin Ryland yeah, that was in group 2 uh, Tin Ryland won that by 11 points to 1-5 uh, goals were scarce enough for Tin Ryland whereas Palatine have been banging in the few goals other than the semi-final when Tin Ryland got 2-5 against Rangers but hadn't scored in the first half and I think it was the same pattern today Robbie they got their scores in the first half but only get three points and I think and Bernard has said it if you're trailing by 2-4 to 3 at half time it's a long way back certainly is and I have a quick ad to take here Brendan but if you'd like to wrap on a brilliant brilliant season in the Carlo Football Championship what you saw Palatine be crowned champions um, I'd be very appreciative of it <laughs> I missed out what you said there Robbie but we will wrap up and we'll try and get a little bit of post-match I don't know whether you want anything else here from Carlo but I just want to say on behalf of Willie and myself and Brian Kelly and Bernard uh, to all the people 
from across Carlow and Carlovians all over the world because there's a lot of Carlow people uh, in different jobs across the world as there is from Kilkenny and other counties but the local radio is their, uh, is their bread and butter on Sundays and Saturdays afternoon and I think full credit has to go to our management in KCLR because what people don't realise is not because I'm contracted to do some games in KCLR and Bernard and these people run behind us and Dan Morrissey's as sponsors and all our great sponsors but we are one of the only counties in Carlow and Kilkenny and KCLR that cover National Football League matches in Division 4 there's other counties don't get coverage whatsoever we covered every match in the club championship and I'm saying we on behalf of KCLR I'm contracted into KCLR but KCLR have to get huge credit and I think the people of Carlow do appreciate that especially the people that are living uh, not so close to home and I think Bernard will agree with that Yeah 110% Brendan it's great to be travelling around the country especially when there's people that can't travel especially older people in hospitals or as you said might be abroad and they want to keep in contact with what's going on locally and whatever like they do provide an excellent service and fair play to them yeah, certainly so. And it was great to pick the connections we got today. You know, we have the Lawler's granddad coming up from Tullaherne and Kenny, 95 years of age, coming up. And I think somebody told me during the week that his father actually could have played football for Carlo back in the day. So that's unbelievable. But to all the people listening across the country, we do hope you enjoyed the coverage. It has been a special championship. And it was a different pairing today, but no disrespect to the Rad Phillies and Aerogs. It was fresh. Uh, Tin Ryland brought a lot of freshness to the championship. They'll be disappointed they didn't win it. But for Palatine, the celebrations will be in Bennett Kerry tonight, Robbie. And I say, you could see Pat O'Flynn and Muckalee in about a fortnight's time and I better not forget Nicky Powell another great Kilkenny man he's involved with Palatine as well Nicky is living in the parish a long long time and he's been very helpful to us in KCLR 96 of them as well Noel Byrne Cormac Holloway Billy Murphy you mentioned the rugby man Killian Roach and Paul O'Dwyer a Wexford man who's well known in circles uh, on the national scene of refereeing he's also a selector so well done to them but all the managers and all the teams and the clubs have been very forthcoming for us and especially Stephen O'Mara we'll have a chat with Stephen he's been excellent with KCLR after all these matches and we selectors Eddie Dowling and Eamon O'Sullivan I say commiserations on the defeat lads but well done on a great year and getting to the county final and well done to all the teams that have won county finals here in Carlow and we wish them all the very very best and to all the people listening today and we remembered a lot of the great people we lost during the year so Robbie to yourself and Shane and Ken and all the sales team down there in KCLR thank you very much for making this uh, project worthwhile in 2022 Paller on the way up to collect the cup so that is the story here Palatine are the county champions they got out by two points two goals and eight points to Palatine two goals and six to a gallant Tin Ryland team of 2022 Paller the champions You've been listening to Big Game Live a podcast from KCLR and Scoreline.ie to bring you the very best in our sporting commentaries as broadcast on KCLR We've got more sports podcasts on offer including The Clash Act or GAA podcast The Football Manager Football Show The Knock On and Scoreline Extra all available in the KCLR app and online at Scoreline.ie